You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program. Uh, this, my name is Jimmy Pardo. I host the program, Never Not Funny. Uh, we are on vacation this week. Matt Belknap is uh, taking a rare March vacation. Well, it's spring break. Spring break for some, not for others. Yeah, and I didn't get to see my family over Christmas, so we're doing it now. You have not seen some of these families. In four years. In four years. Yeah. So this is a, a big vacation for you. We mm-hmm. wish you a lot of luck. You're flying back east. Good luck on weather. I hope it all works out for thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so, therefore, you, dear listener of the, I guess, what we call the free feed, yep. uh, the non-platinum feed, uh, you're going to be getting an episode that we just did in the Platinum uh, with uh, the great Liz Winstead, an episode that we found uh, to be very, very fun. First time guest. Yeah. Uh, uh, we very much enjoyed having her on. And we think that you guys would enjoy hearing this as well. Uh, don't forget, if you want to bump up to the Platinum, now's a great time to do that. Uh, various different levels, starting at $5, where you get video um, uh, and, and you get an extra episode each week, plus video. 
and then you bump up and then- and a bu- and a one bun- monthly bonus episode, which the platinum people will be getting this very night. Ah, okay. So the uh, so you'll be getting in uh, this week is uh, this month it is a game with Oliver. Yes, which are always great fun. Yes, uh, the kid's coming to his own. It's just a matter of time before he takes over this program. Now, if he only knew, all he would have to do is just leave one little something on the floor to trip you up <laughs> mm-hmm. and this whole thing is his but what he needs to do is you know, he actually one lego <laughs> no I, I go the other way he needs to do something where it affects my throat oh okay because i could i could wheel myself yeah. into the office right. and do this you know remotely yeah. if need be one uh, drop of arsenic in, <laughs> in your in your coke zero and i'm done yeah. And I'm done. Actually, he doesn't see me drink Coke Zero because I'm only drinking them here. And <laughs> he could also just start his own podcast that would probably be way more popular than ours, and that would be great. Yeah. The problem is he doesn't think anybody wants to, to hear uh, him, and uh, well, he's wrong. Um, and uh, also, uh, I, I need the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, him starting his own podcast would not preempt this one. It yes, just... it would, because all the all the money they're giving to Pardo would go into his direction. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I think it would just be another fun thing that a lot of people would enjoy. Probably many, many young people that don't listen to us would enjoy it. They would. Uh, yes. Now, you, you. why don't you talk to him about that? I'm uh, serious. Okay. The next time we go out as a family, and then we always go have a bland sandwich at Big Boys, uh, <laughs> let's... Uh, I always order the wrong thing. Now, we're going to Baroni's next time. There are, there are delicious things at Bob's Big Boy, and I refuse to order them. Yeah, there are some good stuff. Um, the uh, You know what's oddly weird there? The, the good is the chicken parmesan. You wouldn't go, that's good uh, there. I'm not sure I've had but it. But it's good. Okay. I mean, you, know, this, you know, it's just basic, but, yeah. it's, but it's delicious. Diner food, but yeah. done right. Uh, anyway, you, you, you talk to him about it, because okay. he doesn't want to hear it from me. Yeah. You know, because I'm, I'm too close. I get it. Uh, anyway, uh, you can bump up. There are various different levels. You can get socks. You can get uh, trading cards. Uh, you can get a thank you note from me. You can get a personal Zoom call with me if you want to. You want to go from zero to fifty or hundred out of the box. Do it. You can hear live stream one once a month. We live stream one of our recordings, the audio, so you can listen in and call us on the air live, which is fun. Which we're doing on the twenty eighth, by the way, this month, at twelve thirty p.m. Pacific time on the twenty eighth of March. We will be live streaming for tier two and higher. Okay. So uh, if uh, if you're already a subscriber, write that down. If you're not, again, good time to jump in and do that. But if you don't want to and you just want to continue listening to us for free, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, so enjoy this episode. This is what Liz Winstead. We did a few weeks back. Uh, we will see you guys live next, literally live next week. Yeah. And uh, so thanks so much for listening to Never Not Funny. Now here comes Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? I say words for fun. I'm the race car of podcasting. You really are a human, Totino. He's a pile of laundry on a chair. There's four corners in a room. Robots, robots. Pop Pop was digging in the crates. That is how Daddy likes it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody welcome to the program episode 32a of the award-winning podcast never not funny we welcome you into the platinum uh if you are new to the platinum welcome enjoy your perks when they uh, head your way uh, until now, you get the extra video and the uh, the audio, and not extra video, you get video, mm-hmm. and then you get the uh, the extra audio and some bonus episodes and so on and so forth. You get to listen to the 
train wreck phone calls that we did with Mindy uh, uh, this past week. Um, and uh, when I say that, I'm blaming her 100% for that. Um, she is a delight, Mindy Sterling, just yeah. a delight. And I am just I was laughing about uh, our program where we have, you know, our demographic, the listeners, you know, I'm, a, I'm in my mid 50s and, and, you know, it, it umbrellas from there, basically. You know, give or take 10 years on each side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very funny that occasionally we'll uh, be like, I've been listening since high school and I'm 24. And then here comes 70 year old Mindy Sterling. Like, mm-hmm. that 70 years old is bordering on my parents' age. Yeah. You know, it's very, uh, uh, but I would never guess she was 60. I would never guess the, the energy certainly isn't uh, right. not 60, 70. Mm-hmm. But you, you get my point. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're hitting the wrong demographics. What I'm, saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm booking the wrong people. Um, or we should be marketing the podcast to old age homes. <laughs> well, we could certainly do that. Uh, if you have the energy to go there and explain what a podcast is to any of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mindy was on one and I'm not so sure she knows what it was. <laughs> it is weird, though, that like you're kind of pointing out that the, the people who are turning 70 are not the people. They're not like the people we think of as being 70 year olds. These are people who like grew up in the 70s. And even, you know, like, right, like she was probably that that was 50 years ago. So she was that means she was 20 in In 1973. Yeah. Like, so she was a young person in the 70s. So, like, I I saw this dumb, like, comic strip that it was basically like making the same point was like an old age home. And every it was like everybody in the old age home was arguing over like the best heavy metal band right. because that's like, I mean they were all like ACDC no Led Zeppelin and it's like that's how old people are who like that music when it was new well if you think about that that all right so who's in the old age home theoretically 76 and up the yeah. trombones right um, and so let's call it 80 mm-hmm. so they would have been 30 in 1983 I'm sorry 1973 mm-hmm. and so to your point they're arguing Zeppelin Sabbath the Who and the Rolling Stones right that's who they're arguing. Right. And, and to us, so are we. We like, yeah, we're, we're like not that old, but we also like because of the way pop culture works and, and especially worked then, it didn't it didn't go away as as much as it I feel like does now maybe. And or maybe it doesn't do that now. But like I still heard all those songs on the radio right. all the time. Like if you walked into a store and they were playing the you know, there was there was one station called Pix 106 where I lived. And it was just all Zeppelin and and the Who and Rolling Stones and like it was it was 1984, but it might as well have been 1975. Right, 100. percent And so that didn't seem old to me. It seemed like this is just a different type of music that's out there. And uh, and I I'm, you know, I'm I'm almost 50, but it's still crazy that that music is that old and it doesn't feel like it to me. It doesn't feel like it. It also is uh, still omnipresent. Right. It's still like... Yeah, it's you, never gone away. It's never gone away. You go to any construction site, that's what they're listening to. <laughs> right. And um, it's... Uh, uh, I had a point to make on that, and I forget what it is. Oh, it's... When you when you think of old age homes, at least in my head, and let's pretend we're talking about music, you would think they're talking about uh, who's better, the, the Cupids or the Dixie Cups? You <laughs> right. know, those... Uh, the doo-wop bands, right. or, or, you know, that what's considered rock and Or, like, at least... Like Perry Cuomo versus Cuomo. Frank Sinatra Cuomo. Sorry. He's not related to the. <laughs> no, he's not, not Mario Cuomo. <laughs> the weirdos. Yeah. Like uh, like arguing crooners, you know, like uh, uh, Sinatra or Tony Bennett. Right. Uh, you know, Jerry Vale. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, it's um, uh, it, you know, 
Mindy is, you know, I mean, she's 14 years older than me. So 70 years old is 14 years older than me, which I'm closer to than somebody who is 44. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's still the same, or 43. It's still 14 years. Garen. But uh, he's a child. I got nothing in common with him. I walk in here and it's fucking, you know, Batman this and Hulk that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then he's got to talk about Twitch. He did some other bullshit earlier about a hand up a thing. It's it's what young people are talking about. And I'm trying to relate. Mm -hmm. Uh, My point is this. I relate. I listen to the young people. I appreciate what you have to offer. You know, my son keeps me young. You know that. Well, okay. You were talking about how like someone who started listening to us in high school could be like 30 now or whatever. Like, you know, young people still listen to the show. It's just proving again, like what you see every day, which is that not everybody's the same. Oliver likes stuff from the 70s and 80s and he's 15. So clearly there's going to be a high schooler now who hears us and goes, oh, this is what I like. Like, I don't I don't care for you know uh whatever a, a current comedy thing that i don't even know what, what's what's a current comedy thing right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like str- i was like trying to pull i was like key and peel no that was like 10 years ago now no but it's like t- tiktok is the is the platform yeah, of right. choice right yeah, so. yeah. so our guest who was on here Leah Rudick. i mean yeah. that's uh right you know that's that's her uh, bread and butter yeah. uh, by the way the person in oliver's high school that would like our show if you listen to it is oliver <laughs> uh, you know right. he doesn't listen because you know he lives it yeah uh but if he's if he stumbled across this he would literally go dad i listen to the greatest podcast yeah these guys you know they're idiots they're funny they're <laughs> right. silly uh they talk about a lot of things that we like maybe when he goes off to college assuming he goes somewhere some, sort of far away uh and i assume he will <laughs> for obvious reasons <laughs> i don't think he will <laughs> no i'm just kidding but if he went away he could start listening to the show just to... I, he can't listen to it. I refuse to let him listen to that back catalog. There's a... I don't want to hear, yeah, hear him have his... Hang on. I don't want to have him hear his... God damn it. Lot, too many H's. I don't want to have him hear his father uh, saying some certain words. Yeah. And yes, I could sit him down. But he's go, watched movies from the 80s and 90s where it's like, I can't believe they said this shit like, you know, that... Yeah, but... Recently. They say it twice a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we you know, said were, it twice a minute. <laughs> yeah, we said, you know, Paul Gamart opened the door. Hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, and uh, it, uh, you know, I cringe. You know, <clears> I, yeah. I cringe hearing any of that stuff because uh, I've got, you know, I've got all those on the loop. And so I listen, <laughs> I listen to that on a regular basis. Uh, speaking of the listeners, by the way, and I don't, I don't usually address this sort of thing on the air, but uh, I'm going to today. You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a tweet that came through to me today. And uh, here's the deal. Okay, this is from. Uh, I don't generally. I, I I even ignore these on Twitter. I don't. I don't. I don't respond to them. Yeah. Uh, but this one today, it plays into kind of a little bit of what we just spoke about, and 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 so on and so forth. But not really. It, it did a second ago, and then we got derailed by the language. Uh, hey, Jimmy Pardo, can we bring down the Elliot hate at the start of the show? It's getting worse, and it makes me want to turn it off. I know it's not real. Still hate it. Love everything else. Subscriber here. So he's a subscriber. I'm dealing with this in the platinum. He's a subscriber. Um, the reason I bring this up is I don't disagree with that note. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't disagree with it. But at the end of the day, that's on you, Elliot. <laughs> it's 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 on you rattling my fucking cage. <laughs> and whether it's real or not, or or if it's real on a scale of one to ten, if it's real at a two, mm. and I make it a ten for humor, sure, or sure. apparently not, according to this <laughs> asshole. Um, I don't disagree with this note. Okay, I'll, mm. I'll say that. Yeah. But he's a subscriber. Mm. So what I would say to him is, please go to the website, neverenoughfunny.com, mm-hmm. and look at the list of perks. Unsolicited notes is not one of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not a perk. What if it was? That is not a oh, Jesus That's a thousand dollar level. We, we, uh, wow, if we charge for every note. You get to send it to us. We don't have to do anything with it. And But you have to pay. Yeah, you have to pay. Uh, anyway, that that's a yeah, fine, fine. You know, whatever it is. Whatever so, so let, let me just say, yes, I know what my role is in this show. In what? real, in real life, yes, uh, we 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 talk to each other frankly about things that are important if they need to be. But otherwise, well, sometimes you still do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I do. But 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 let's even go back to that last episode when you were you were uh, uh, unraveling. Sure, sure. And I was. You, you were know, trying to help, and I was trying to one hundred percent. No, I wasn't trying to help. I was letting you know. As the guy whose name on the show is, yeah. we'll make it work. It's sure. not. A, it's not stress. So th- that that's the dynamic. Is that? Mm. But I at the same time, I don't. Under, I don't disagree with what this guy says. Which, which uh, is why it infuriates me. <laughs> well, yeah. Usually know, the truth is is yeah. angering. What's crazy is I. Uh, there's someone that I, I'm sort of acquainted with. I, I, I some I know a little bit. I've talked to him a few times on the phone. Who listens to the show? Um, and you, you talk on the phone to somebody. Yeah, it's, it's a guy that like has his own podcast and and like we uh, we were like talking years ago about about uh, I was helping him with his show. And uh, so I talked to him recently and this came up and he actually said what I believe to be true, at least as of two weeks ago or whenever I talked to him, that uh, that 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 has scaled back. Like it, it does happen sometimes. But what I said to him was like, yeah, you know, I, I think like we realize that we that we can't just hit that drum over and over again. Because I think what happens, I'm going to pile on what you just said. I think what happens is, uh, and it goes back to when I, it used to be in the opening, that you're you're the likable white guy. Mm-hmm. It, when we pile on, yeah. when it's Jimmy doing it, then you go, hey, this seems like fun. Uh-huh. Let, you know, let me get a couple of kicks into his shins. Right. <laughs> I think maybe that's when. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, Elliot, you know, Garen doesn't shut the fuck up off the air about how much he hates Elliot. <laughs> um, which, uh, yeah. which they taught about, uh, Believe it or not, that's the episode of How to Survive with Danielle and Christine this week. How to Survive Working with Elliot. Oh. I found it to be very specific. <laughs> How was it we helpful? Didn't get to be on there. Uh, you know what? Because that, could, we, that should have been a group episode. We employ him. Show. He works. Oh, with oh him. like how to it's only an hour show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be that could be a limited series. Uh, I don't. By the way, I, I only interrupted you to, to uh, make that point. Obviously, but yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. You're you're right about that. That I I, I believe. But I'm guessing this gentleman is a week behind where you were. Remember that those, that that episode where you were interrupting a lot yes. at the very beginning, and I, you know, at first was. Uh, uh, you know, I'm probably upset. Sure. I'm not upset, but look, you nobody know, likes to be interrupted. I'm making a point, and yeah. it's you know, again, the Jimmy Pardo show. He should, I should have a little space to be able to finish a sentence. Yeah, uh-huh. and that wasn't happening. Yeah, and um, I can't yell at him anymore. Like season one, <laughs> he's a frail flower. <laughs> you're, you're a man who can take it. Yeah. So I directed at you. I was trained as a child. And uh, <laughs> yes, right. I, I, the good news is, is I'm kinder than your father. <laughs> yeah. So that's all it has to be. This is a safe place. <laughs> degrees right. shy of what you dealt with uh, growing up but anyway again I, i'm only addressing I, to be honest with you i just wanted to do that joke that unsolicited notes is not a perk that's really that's really the whole reason this all came up it, that made me laugh yeah, yeah. and then uh, of course there's the one rule there's the overall rule of never not funny we know what that is listen or don't listen, listen or listen yeah that's it enough. those are your options but but you know that it's not that easy because you've you've encountered things in the world like entertainment products that you like 85 to 95 percent of it and then one thing you're just like i wish they would i wish that wasn't there because i love this so much but that part of it i don't yeah i i can't think of anything at the moment it's honestly it's mostly podcasts for me like there's there's podcasts that i've listened to that i'm like i really i'm really into this but this one element 
is not working. And I think maybe that's just, it comes down to the sort of is it Jimmy Dore show. <laughs> it's so good. Every, <laughs> the, the message is right. The, like, you know the what, message, where he's heading. Yeah. Like I, I agree with all of he it. He was at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't in it. He was at my wedding. Yeah. It's not in it. Uh, well, I just mean like there's, there's because podcasts are so, I mean, not all of them, but the, the type that we do, uh, they're unfiltered and, and, uh, you know, they're not scripted, they're not edited. So, uh, it's a little more chaotic. And so I think that, that, that leaves the door open for some things that aren't uh, like if we sat down in a, in a writer's room and said, okay, what's this show going to be? You wouldn't have 47 fuck Elliot jokes per episode. Because <laughs> no. like, someone would be like, that's too many of those for this episode. Right. But just in the flow of things, sometimes it comes out that way. Right. And that's not what we intend. Let's get it down to 46. <laughs> let's, let's scale those. Well, and to be fair, that particular episode, the first time I did it, I was completely unaware of what was what I was doing. And you were right probably to respond but then the other three times i did on purpose yes of course and so but, but somehow i'm the asshole well and so that's why i'm saying it because because i think it's important well, it to know like you, sounds like you were saying i'm the asshole because like it's no okay. you are the asshole it sounds like you and you do it it's okay but somehow when i, I pile on it goes it's, it's, it goes it's back problem. to it, when i used to make the racist jokes somehow when jimmy did them they were funny when you and pat did them we would lose the audience <laughs> that i accept but like sometimes i mean look i i think i think we all have to be like more conscious of like what the meter is at for like mm-hmm. how how often we've we've gone to the well but uh me, but i can't resist at some point that's, it's my, like, that's what i'm saying you got to get your little I, kicks I, in I, like, and it's not just like it's not just because oh jimmy's having so much fun i want to get out of there. Like, sometimes i'm a human being sometimes i'm annoyed by him too <laughs> right and that's where it comes from sometimes let's just let, let's start directing this towards gary <laughs> <laughs> i was i, I was i felt like i was doing that last episode and and then i was like feeling guilty about it for the last two him. days you can't do it because he's just like a sad puppy he's dog nothing he's <laughs> <laughs> he's a pile of laundry on a chair you can't yell at him is that our guest no i don't know it was a junk call um so oh speaking of junk calls i got a uh uh, but isolate that pile of laundry out of chair. Please. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it in because I haven't edited this. So people will have already heard it. You're going to put it on. <laughs> yes. Oh. People listening to the beginning of this episode. It's not going like, to wait a year. They'll be like, where'd that come from? Yeah. Well, here it is. This is where it came from. I don't disagree because if you wait the year, uh, it, 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 it'll be great. But if you put it now, yeah. I like the idea of a little sneaky snack. Yeah. Um, well, I put, I don't know if I used it, but. I did pull one clip that I, I heard it and I was like, oh, that's great. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's not even in the episode. It was like in a break, but it was so good. I just grabbed it. And, and I don't I don't think I actually oh, used use it, it, but if I, I might use it for this for the lettered episode. Love it. Nice. Which would be confusing for people. They, they might be like if they really thought about it. They'd be like, I don't. I mean, it's a, it's the kind of thing you would have said on an episode. It was you. It was something you said. But, and but did, you could, you could tell me I didn't say any of these things on the show. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. It's it's like no. If you if someone has the type of brain where they can go, that was not in an episode. That would be re- miraculous because it's just we say millions of things. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how millions would you know? of things. Although we, t- I mean, in the nature of the intro, we do try to pick things that the fan will recognize, right? Yes. We do. Oh, speaking of which, Mar- Mario DiGiorgio just designed a great new T-shirt. Oh. Yeah. We were always fans of that design of the uh, the back of the dartboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's made a never not funny uh, themed 
back of the dartboard yeah. uh, using a bunch of our catchphrases and stuff like that. And uh, it looks great. Mm-hmm. It is now available over there at uh, Lemon Ice Designs. Fantastic. Oh, I didn't know it was already. Yeah, oh, yeah. Went up okay, today. Cool. Went live today. I guarantee you tweet that out. I'm doing per my piece. request this morning. <laughs> I didn't see your request this morning, actually. When I Look at your email, it, dick I, fuck. I'm seeing it exactly because uh, as you brought it up. Jimmy's like, oh, doing the laundry. Oh, man. See, I'm not really mad at Karen, but I call him a dick fuck to pretend I'm getting angry. It's fun. Uh, anyway, tweet it out. Let's go. Enough of the bullshit. It's a great looking design. And, yeah, that's uh, awesome. He made some uh, tweaks to it since uh, you guys uh, had eyeballs on it. And um, from what I understand, the fans had some input. Yeah, he was soliciting yeah. ideas for like what catchphrases and, and like popular things would work on a baseball diamond type dartboard design. Okay. Sorry, I was in the middle of a sip. Yeah. Uh, looks. Uh, hey, here. I'm also working along with uh, Abbott uh, Skelding to uh, uh, put together the our spring yeah. uh, com or whatever that whatever website that is or spring type website where uh, they can get mugs and Teespring. Tea I don't think it's called Teespring anymore. I think it's just called Spring. Oh, okay. Oh, it's whatever one How to Survive uses. I'm going to okay. use, and I believe it's also the one that Ali and Bean use. Okay. Um, and that will not be T-shirts. That'll be like the other stuff. You know, yeah. your mouse pads and and stuff and uh, uh got about six designs that'll go up over there that you could choose from to put on uh, various things but that that is in motion abbott is uh doing that because he's got those great designs yeah and uh so that'll be up soon hey yeah so, so that that's gonna that's gonna link off of the main site right yeah of yes. course yes great. yeah all these things will link off the main site there's no reason to go off site on this yeah. i'm gonna uh, before we get too f- uh, far afield from matt bell not using a word i want to make sure that on our apple uh, podcast or any podcast catcher or our website we do not use the we do not describe this show as unfiltered do we do we say <laughs> i don't think so join us for unfiltered conversation please tell me we don't we might oh no well i've never put that in anything that why? i've written oh no why i don't like it <laughs> you, you you like some Paul? Well, you must have approved it at some point. Well, I'm sure I did, but uh, 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 time has passed, and I don't think I care for the word unfiltered. It's because it's, you, you know you what? Drink it, coffee because it seems like something like it, I, I and I apologize for going to this well a second time. It seems like something Dor would use or a Rogan. Yeah, it's a little it's a little MAGA-y or a little mm-hmm. a little anti wokey. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like at some point. It may be in the about oh, no. page. It says, oh, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I was. It, it doesn't use that word. What does it say? It says unscripted, unedited, unstoppable. Love it. Since number, since 2006, I will accept all of that. Um, I will accept any uns with executive <laughs> okay. filtering. Uh, I wanted to go back real quick just to say thank you to all the fans who submitted ideas for the intros mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I give a special shout out to Nate Jones who every year sends an incredible list of oh, stuff he? that's He's super, a guy. super helpful. I like Nate. Yeah. Nate was at my flapper show uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, one of the few that didn't stick around to say hello to me afterwards. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Did I obsess about it on the drive home? <laughs> <laughs> I did because everybody else came up and said hello. Huh. And he just uh, was like, uh, he was, he's in the wind. Oh, Swayze style. Like Swayze. Uh, I had to go to a different uh, medical location yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the Keck uh, sure. uh, Hospital, whatever it's called. They sponsor some I, NPR programs, I think. Do they? K-E-C-K, yeah. yeah I feel like I hear that it's, in between uh, shows. The Keck Medicine of USC is where I had to go. Okay. And it's on the, um, it's east of the city. Oh. Um, it's not, uh, it's not on the campus of USC. It's on the medical and science campus. Which, Is that next to General Hospital? Yes, it's near General Hospital. Thank you for, uh, which you see, uh, you see that big white General Hospital 
You mean the building that they use as yeah, the exterior yeah, yeah. for General Hospital? Yeah. The, oh, uh, wow. It, I didn't know you, that was... As you go on the 110, huh. you, you can see it. It's right near there. Uh, it is uh, eight point miles, uh, eight point something miles from my house, and that's a smooth forty-seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be like it's like of all my medical horseshit, I've been very lucky that everything is somewhat convenient. You know, Beverly Hills is not far from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a 12-minute drive. Uh, even going to the west side, even on the worst of times, it, you know, it could take maybe 28 minutes. Mm-hmm. But this was like, I, I look at it and go, well, it's eight miles away. This is, this is, yeah, this, this it a breeze. Yeah, shouldn't be a problem. 47 minutes to get there. And then there's, they're, they're taking service streets saves you a minute. Yeah. Uh, and then coming home was an hour and one minute uh, for eight miles. It just... It, it, I, I was in traffic more than I was at the doctor. Yeah. And I hate now that I have this new location that I will then next week have to go to three times. And it's uh, almost like they shouldn't have made a fucking sailor's knot out of three freeways downtown. <laughs> How that? that that triangle of the 10, the five and the one ten is so disastrous. It's disastrous. It is. I know, and I know where the Californians talking and it's stupid. I know. I apologize for that. Uh, I don't know why I keep getting junk calls. That That's also one. not our guest. <laughs> I got a junk call last night and, and it's not junk in the sense that I am a Hilton Honors member. Mm-hmm. And I just stayed at a Hilton in, in Indianapolis when I was there. Did I mention I was on the Bob and Tom show? Did I mention that? No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. I went and saw my friends uh, Bob and Tom and Christy and uh, and Chick and, and Ace. And, nice. Uh, yeah, no, I did mention it because Bob Griswold has his son on the show. Did I not mention it here? You didn't talk about any of this. Oh, he's got... Uh, Bob's son, Willie Griswold, is on the show. I thought Tom retired. Tom. No, Tom is on Bob oh, Retired. Oh, Bob Retired. Okay. And I made fun of that because they I said, you know, they have a gazillion cast members. And I'm like, when, when did this place become a clown car? <laughs> why, why do you need 12 people to replace Bob? <laughs> and then I made, Tom made some shit joke. And I went, you know, Bob had the right, had the right idea of retiring. <laughs> Uh, but I made fun of her. You know, I did my thing, you know, Pardo, you know, coming in with a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. And I said, with the exception of you, Willie, because I can't make fun of anybody that has their kid on their show. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know this guy. I don't know Willie. He's a stand up, Willie Griswold. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny, oh, cool. funny young man. I, I enjoyed meeting him. And Josh Arnold is great on the show. He's, Josh is really the one who replaced Bob. Mm-hmm. And he's great. And uh, I, haven't, I saw him twice during the pandemic on Zoom. I, I was on with them. And uh, but it was nice to be back in studio. And uh, seeing those guys, but I stayed at a Hilton. Uh, they've got a new brand, uh, Home Two, yeah, H O M E, but then the number two. Yeah, uh, the one in Indianapolis was beautiful, hmm. and uh, I stayed there. And then they've they, they've been uh, they've been calling me, <laughs> not that location, just the Hilton in right. general. Yeah, but it's clear that it's off country, mm-hmm. and they're just calling to then give me a free night in Vegas. <laughs> And yesterday, I just lost my temper with him. Like, oh. because she, you could, it's, there's an echo, you know, you, hello. Cause I saw it was Hilton. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to end this because I just mm-hmm. keep ignoring it. Hello. Uh, yes, hello. <laughs> you know, you hear that, you know, that they finally click right. on because they can't believe somebody fucking picked One up. One in a hundred actually answers. Right. And then, uh, you know, you are a, uh, you, just reading off a script, mm-hmm. you are a valued Hilton Honor member. We want you to stay in Vegas. And I, I just, I, no! <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver falls off his chair like he's watching yeah, Guy Tory in 1998 on Def Jam. <laughs> he just, he flops around in the chair. God, uh, I, I will say this. There's uh, the Joys I've had in this world are making, when I would make Conan O'Brien laugh, when I would make Paul Reiser laugh, when I make you three laugh, 
uh, and uh, and now my son. Yeah. When he when he goes into those hysterics. Yeah. And just uh, he gets a, he gets such a charge out of when Danielle will say something like almost an icing. Mm-hmm. Danielle will say something. Like, and, and by the way, let's yeah, I'll get a tweet on this because it's too mean. Uh, it you know she says something that's funny, but I think it's funny to ice, mm-hmm. and so I just stare. And then Oliver's there, and he can't believe that I'm staring because it doesn't. Re- it doesn't. Th- that it's is so not, unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Yeah. And then the more the longer I stare, and the longer that she's like, "Come on," <laughs> he just he just cannot control himself, <laughs> laughing at how rid- uh, ridiculous yeah. his father is. He knows his father's a clown. <laughs> who you know I, I don't know you know based on my medical history they. I just want to see him graduate. <laughs> That's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> At one point, I just wanted to see you get a grandson out of the dealer, granddaughter. You got, you got two years. You, you can make it. I think you can make it two. Well, two years and three months, maybe. Can we? You think, you think the odds are? You think the odds are with me? I think so. Well, I, first of all, I'm I, for anybody that's yeah. listening. I'm 100 percent right. kidding. Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe 80 percent kidding. Um, here's the thing, health wise. The update is this. Things that were a problem for the last two years, mm-hmm. you know, various, you know, back issues, shoulder issues, the groin, mm-hmm. all, all on the upswing. Mm-hmm. You know, all do, those are all doing much better. That's, yeah. that, that's the truth. The, the stomach issues that we, you know, we still don't know what they are, and I'm still bouncing all over town going to various specialists. You know, at their worst, you know, I canceled shows. Yeah. You know, even local shows like at Flappers or, right. you know, Pop Culture, I would have to cancel. You canceled a virtual show. I canceled a virtual show. <laughs> that's how bad it was. And so that, that's how bad that was. And so at its worst, that was a 10. That is currently at a three to six. Mm-hmm. Six being the worst. And I can deal with that. Yeah. With various medications that they've given me. Uh, and uh, homeopathic, which, uh, you know, nine out of 10 people will tell you is you're wasting your fucking money on that. Um, but. Which I, I, if it helps me, shut your mouth. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, if it's, I, I don't disagree that it might be voodoo and crystals, but if if my brain thinks yeah. Arnica is helping my ankle pain, let me take my Arnica. Yeah. Who cares? Not hurting me. Yeah. Anyhow, what if it, when it cut to it, it's hurting. <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, all the things I've been dealing with the past two years seem to be getting better, if not already improved. Uh, and then, of course, uh, some new things are uh, popping up, which is just bizarre. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that that will be gone relatively quickly. But yeah. I, but they still have to do all of these tests that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this overused Twitter thing that I did not have on my bingo card mm-hmm. yesterday. Right. You know, yesterday was just like, oh, yeah, let's just go check this out. And they're like, OK, well, we're going to schedule an MRI. We got to do this. You got to see this uh, specialist. You got to do this. Like. I just wanted you to. What I I, th- I literally thought I was coming here and you would just go, you know, walk it off, <laughs> right? Nah. Walk it off, you hypochondriac idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead, it was the opposite, which obviously I'm grateful for. So because there's nothing worse than when they say you're got you, you know just take wrong. just take, take some Tylenol, sir. And if it still right. hurts in three days, come back. There's you know then you're in your car for 41 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very grateful that this you know that they are taking it seriously, but. It's still uh, health wise. Things are. I, I really believe they're. they're uh, they, I've taken a turn. Yeah, I really do. I uh, and it feels good. It feels good to just get up and, and not. Yeah. You know. I mean. I still. You know. Go to my drawer chest, like uh, my medicine chest, like I'm. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, Ray Milan in the Lost Weekend. I know that's alcohol, but we all get my premise <laughs> sure. that I'm. You know. Uh, uh, Sam and Judy. That's not their names. What are the two? Sid and Vicious? Nope. Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy. Found it. <laughs> Sid and Vicious. Sid and Vicious. <laughs> I'm blaming. You know what? Matt, you brought it up last week, uh, last episode. I'm with it. Uh, I'm blaming COVID on this. Yeah. It, it cannot just be this medicine that's affecting my 
uh, yes, I'm on a 10 and all. And yes, that does. That is a thing that affects your memory. Mm hmm. But it cannot be just that. Well, I don't take a big enough dose. Right. It's it's. Hold on. It's also like it has been said by some scientists that like not being going out and meeting and meeting with more people also affects your memory. But yeah. Oh, I'll go along with that. At the same time, I don't know if this is coming up yet. Will you shut your fucking mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Enough's enough with you. He's back. But but see, the joke is because I didn't remember that we just had a conversation that we weren't going to do it anymore. Uh, uh, It works on many levels. See, it works on many levels. You did it again, Uh, boss. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to have a little music sting. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's what I need over here. I need just a little, you know, uh, almost like when it was Jimmy Pardo's dance party. Party! We we need a little... You know, funny. We need something like that. Okay. Just, a, just a quick little, you know, thing. We're right. Like we're there. We're just like. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's, I, did, I did not mean to hit that. Uh, not too long. Not too long. See, they're all too long. No. Jesus Christ! It's like it's like you don't get the premise. <laughs> I thought I thought that had a harder start at the top. Yeah. Sorry. I, there's no reason to be. Uh, to we have apologize. to. We have to go through and rethink that whole because you, my board. Yeah, because like you said, there's three that don't need to be there. I have four trivia's. Yeah, by my count, three too many. Three too many. <laughs> um, and and by the way, for those who are worried, because there are, are plenty of people who apparently are worried about this. I am redoing. I have a piece of software. And I'm going to be redoing my drops system so that they're all on one screen. Please, please don't uh, don't don't worry yourself about whether or not I will have a solution. It's just taking some time. Once again, one of the perks is not unsolicited notes. Yeah. If you could please. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, can I say this? You you uh, you I have to take this phone call. Okay. All right. Sorry, you're not going to get this compliment. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, sorry about that blip, guys. Uh, in the middle of all that health talk, coincidentally, uh, 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 it's happened over the last uh 18 months, a uh, doctor's office called to schedule uh, some appointments. You her, you her. I handle those people. Mm, talk to them like I've known them my entire life. It's very familial. <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> familiar and familial. I will tell you this. That particular woman that you heard, uh, I, I'll give her a name. Her name is Sylvia. Uh, the nicest person in, in all of medicine. She wow. is, uh, she, it is very uh, casual. Yeah. Uh, most uh, uh, coordinators slash patient reps will be you know get on the phone get your date get off i'll send it to you and i gotta go on to the next call she talks as if i'm the only patient it's and i know she does that with everybody she's yeah, yeah. she's wonderful uh, but don't forget you were going to give elliot a compliment yeah <laughs> I, I did talk to sylvia about that she says i'm wrong okay she, oh too she, bad she listens uh <laughs> what uh what was i going to say what, i don't know what, what were we it was talking about tech stuff maybe ah, uh, the moment's gone let's move on oh uh, yeah that makes more sense <laughs> yeah you're still stupid uh <laughs> I, I was going to say that uh uh and matt and i talk about this off the air too and we've said it before on the air and i'll say it again though but i think i think it's a good day for this uh we know what we pay you mm-hmm. and we're very grateful that you work for us i appreciate that and you know you know at the end of the day we're a mom pop podcast we're not uh, rogan and conan we're you know we don't have serious xm or spotify money or any of that you know, we do the best we can. You work your ass off. Yeah. And so so admittedly, I get I get my hackles up when I hear anybody telling you, uh, sending you a message or anything about how you could change anything you're doing <laughs> over there. Because no, not on my watch, because you 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 beyond the call, as far as I'm concerned, I appreciate for anything that. on the air, off the air, tech, uh, uh, web, any of it. So uh, that's very nice. Of you to so say. mind your business. 
and and we don't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets a hat and a shirt like you idiots do. <laughs> he sleeps in the corner when we're not here. There's four corners. We just live there. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, but uh, to to volley that back, one of the reasons why I'm more than happy to do it is because I've worked for a lot of different kinds of people. A lot of them in entertainment. And a lot of them are assholes, and y'all aren't, and that makes a big difference. So you know, I mean, look. At the end of the day, first of all, thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. And uh, actually, a friend of the show, Scott Kramer, just sent a message similar to that. By the way, about the the vibe of the show. So mm-hmm. I think it. Uh, I, I think that is also one of the reasons that we are not Spotify yeah. and SiriusXM, and that that is not who we are. Yeah. And I'm very. I don't. I don't know why this is becoming a love fest, but I'm very serious. You know, I'm very lucky that Matt and I have become. You know, became business partners. You know, sixteen, you know, two thousand six, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we had to shake some people fucking loose. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, you know, we. I'm sure. There, I'm sure there's certain pockets of the internet that think we're assholes, but uh, they're 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 wrong. They're wrong because they don't have the facts. Right. Um. But uh, and that's the most outspoken I've been about any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh. But uh, I'm very very grateful that and I and I, I know I'm a broken record. When I say this on paper. None of us should ever be friends. I'm grateful that we are. Mm-hmm. I look forward to coming here on a regular basis. And uh, uh, I mean, we may be slowly killing you. I think that's the. <laughs> it could be that with all the health stuff. It seems like the one common thread is that you insist on being in this room for six well, hours that, a week. That you know, the funny part is one of my issues is stress related. Yeah, and yeah. The, and the stress is causing other things to right. be a problem. And mm-hmm. and it's a it's a circle. It's a cycle and a circle. It's a circle and a spiral. <laughs> it's a wheel within a wheel. Uh, the circle in the sand. Uh, that's a uh, Belinda Carlisle who's coming uh, to do a show here. Circle in the sand. I was doing the, the theme from some heist movie. Oh, uh, like a circle and spiral. Yeah, it's like, like a '70s one. Like a wheel within a wheel. Might even be late '60s. It's really creepy and awful. Barbara Streisand had a hit with it actually. A lot of people recorded it. It is a horrible song that is hauntingly great. <laughs> Um, I forget what movie it is. You know what? Let me text Oliver. Uh, I'll do that later. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> what was I just talking about? Oh, it's a cycle yeah. in that I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I, I And I. so the day is I wake up. Holy shit, I'm in pain. I stress out about how long will the pain last? Mm. Uh, then so that so that causes the pain to stay. Or you'll go, hey, I'm having a great day. Oh, good. I wonder how long, how many days in a row. Then that's stress. So it, it feeds into itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm working very hard for that not to be the case. Um, and believe it or not, to, to, to piss on your joke, coming in here actually is, as I've talked about, a respite from it all. Yeah. It, it allows me to, my brain to shut off from that aspect of it yeah. and uh, just focus on trying to chase this motherfucker out of this job. <laughs> You're not going to do it. No, of course, I, 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 we couldn't replace you. We couldn't yeah. go to ZipRecruiter and find somebody that does everything, that it wears as many hats as you do. And I mean, well, yeah. come on, ZipRecruiter could do anything. Uh, you know what? <laughs> And this is the platinum. No, nah, they're, they're not going to be helpful. It's although, very special, although I will say, we we probably could get somebody to do a, do a better job brushing his teeth with Quip. Yeah. Quip.com slash Pardo. Head over there. Get yourself a, a free floss or whatever the shit you get. Um, the, uh, uh, so, all right. That love fest over. Where are we yeah, back yeah, to? Yeah. Uh, uh, Garen, in the, in the little blip of a break, went out to our guest that arrived during that time and mm-hmm. uh, is out uh, taking the, uh, the COVID test. And. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, is it one of the easy COVID tests or is it the one that is uh, uh, more of a hassle? They're all they're all just the same thing. Are they all the same? Different orders of the same operation, I guess. This one you have to dip. Yeah, that dipping one. I don't, I don't like that dipping one. It's faster. It's a little bit simpler, I think. Oh, is it really? Because that's the easier one. Which is the dipping because one? It's a stick. Yeah. So like you you do the the swab and then you swish it and then instead of having to 
two, three drops onto a thing. You yeah. just put the stick oh. into the liquid and then just leave no, it. No, I don't think I've ever done that one. And then you look at the stick? Yeah, and then the stick shows up. Like, a, like a 1974 pregnancy test sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's one less step. Oh, I, Jesus. Yeah. Whenever you, whenever, you know. Uh, but it looks shitty on, on fail. Like when, when, when Garen yes. or I have to do that one and we send the uh, picture to each other, it's always like, man, eh, it doesn't look good. Is that like a little QR code at the bottom yeah. of that stick? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. You know, pulling the curtain back a little bit on Sunday nights, we all test and then we all mm-hmm. send a photograph of our test to each mm-hmm. other because apparently we don't trust each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, which is, it was a weird thing. To, it was, it was fun when it started because uh-huh. it's like, oh, here's my test because we were, you know, we were. It also serves as the reminder. Hey, see you at 11. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but whenever I would see those, I would go, look, at what is that rinky dink shit? That yeah, one looks like it sucks. <laughs> but now that I know it's easy. Yeah, I still don't. I it, Even though it is easy, I still don't like it as much as the ones. What the, was the Binax? The, the Binax was the winner. I haven't done that one in months, but that was the best one. Yeah, that the yeah. one with the little stick. That's the, the, the lollipop. And, then you put it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And, the uh, the one that I have, which is cheaper, I think, than most of them. One of the things that they cheapen out on is the is the Q-tip. So on mine, it's like this really long one with this very, very tiny little thing, but it's also sort of flexible. Yeah. So when you, you're supposed to break it, though, right? No, no, no. Uh-uh. You, oh. you, you take the thing and you you still do the same thing, but because it's so flexible, it's super ticklish. Ah, it's like the yeah, most yeah. ticklish uh, of all of them. I don't like that. Um, yeah. And are it's kind you, of. Are you? And hear me. Are you putting it up your ass? Because <laughs> you're not oh. supposed to be doing that. Is not how this, that is not this test. Yeah. Okay. That's a different test. Got but it. it's not what we are doing on uh, a weekly basis. I mean, test. What if we walked into the kitchen and our guest is doing that? <laughs> no! <laughs> well, Karen, I, what did you tell her? <laughs> I, I feel like I've done all my tests wrong. Oh, well, you're, you live a different lifestyle than we Yeah, have. that's true. Yeah. Uh, that, Jimmy was asking me recently if the newest Apple Watch can get your body temperature, which I didn't know the answer to, even though I own it. And uh, it, it's a cool idea if your watch could tell you what, you know, yeah. your temperature. But it turns out. You know, the, you do that orally or rectally because it has to be. Wait, what do you mean orally? <laughs> <laughs> How do you take your temperature? Uh, you put it in your mouth or, you know, forehead, whatever. But, uh, you know, the extremities are not a good gauge of your actual right. core temperature. Yes. But sometimes they do. Ch- they will touch your wrist well, to well, see that, if you're warm. So that that's interesting. Well, well I that's imagine, compared to their finger. Yeah. So. And I, I imagine you could get like like if you're just trying to get a quick rough idea yeah. but if you really want a temperature you can't get it from that no but that but that led so jimmy and i were texting about it and that led to my genius invention which oh. is uh if you want to be able to monitor your body yes. temperature it's it's a it's a bluetooth butt plug mm-hmm. oh that, these are the texts we had <laughs> <laughs> this I mean, is off the air fun guys yeah this is we, this is how we say, pass our time we don't just say it's not just on air that we say, do that we can text that kind of fun to each other like if, sure. but there are people who walk around the world with a butt plug like that could be that could also serve as a it, it, they would have it absolutely that. could serve as you that just, you know Might as well double sync it up. to your phone put a bluetooth or in there or yeah. something bluetooth. well some of them already have bluetooth because yeah, they're remote control like, remember Ice-T and his wife went on Conan and... I was the guest. Oh, that's right. I was on next. That's why I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so <gasps> just, just throw, throw a thermometer in there. There are, there are vibrators that also will respond to uh, music signals, which seems like a good idea. Especially if you get the right kind of music. I had hmm. my... Um, my you mean co- like one of those speakers that will move to the tune? Yeah, yeah. Or like well, Billy Big Mouth Bass? <laughs> Is it like yeah, that? Yeah, like that. No, that, that, that's got his own tune built in. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, but don't some of them react to a song that something you play? Does, some, yeah. like a dancing, uh, like, dancing a, like a Santa Claus or something? Or yeah. something yeah. Like that. But um, my compos- my musical composition professor in UCLA, um, whose name is escaping me, but he uh, he wore pirate shirts. Just as an aside, 
and like a, like a poofy yeah huh? all, all the time what he always wore like a piratey shirt he was born on uh, the 29th of uh, february so i think that that was what he was up to <laughs> that's no excuse that's no excuse to go pirate well that's because it's from pirates of penzance Oh, Thank I apologize. You know what? I, 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 I do too. My brain did not give me that. <laughs> oh, I, did, I did not remember that part of that at all. Play, yeah, play yeah, that yeah. I there, saw when I was six years old. I was going to say, there's a chance I don't. I never knew this information. Um, but uh, I did. It was six years old. He his his claim to fame as a as a composer was basically like a 45 minute uh, guitar piece that was. Uh, uh, music of sex like the, the things that happened during actual sex like he was trying to simulate the beats per minute and like kind of a little scientifically oh, interesting and, but heads up though 45 minutes <laughs> who is this what's this asshole showing up yeah well, who is he sting <laughs> Wait, what's this tantric well, horseshit well it, it look it's not it's not just intercourse it's the whole process better be picking her up at the door <laughs> driving around a little bit get the sandwich and then fucking in the car afterwards i don't remember if it was two sessions total or not but uh, but yeah that was that was his that was his thing i don't, I don't like this guy teaching even college-age children that makes well, me to, uncomfortable to, to be fair he never talked about that in class okay you but, just looked it up on your own time <laughs> well i was like what does he what did he write whatever uh-huh. and so yeah that's what got on the job you think so <laughs> you, 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 guitar sex solo oh yeah yeah, I think forty-five minutes, Garrett. Even a man that beats it in the corner <laughs> doesn't that seem like a long time? I, at my age, I, I couldn't last for. I couldn't last forty-five minutes. No, oh, you've got streets of San Francisco to get. To. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is it's quickly climbing up the ranks. That thing is fantastic. You good. Oh, Carl Molden's phenomenal, and so is Michael Douglas. You don't, you wouldn't you would think they're real friends. Wow. Like it's not like even Starsky and Hutch, who are great together, and Miami Vice are great. You know they're acting. Mm-hmm. These two seem like they're friends. They went, hey, you know, we, we uh, let's get a camera on these guys as, as they fight crime. <laughs> they're so good together. Yeah. So natural. Michael Douglas is just so. Anyway, it's great. Uh, well, if you like Michael Douglas, you got to check out Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I'm not going in to. theaters now. No. Uh, no. I've never. That guy, he's been sleepwalking through these Marvel movies, I think, from day one. It's Has crazy. He? He's a great actor, but he just doesn't. That's part of the thing. And I like that movie. Okay. But it just one of those things that takes it down a notch for me is only Jonathan Majors seemed like he actually wanted to be there. I think you're probably right based on interviews and stuff. I've yeah. seen. And, and for and, I, and for a guy that has no interest in that, why am I seeing any interviews? That's yeah. like because well, they're, they're, they're carpet bombing the media. If I got to see that Evangeline Lilly run her mouth anymore. Jesus Christ. Hey, but you might be glad to hear. I heard you saw the, the headline. She, she admitted she, she was bad on the first few seasons of Lost. She has to admit that yeah. because she knows we all think that. <laughs> well, most people and probably way, moved on. It didn't improve. She's wrong. I don't, I don't remember, but I it's, I thought that was funny that she was came right out and said yeah. she's like I can't watch myself. I, was, I I know I was bad. I didn't know what I was but doing. But it made her a star. Yeah. Like she's in this Marvel thing because you know yeah totally built up from that. Mm-hmm. It uh, is Michael Douglas. All right, so he he was playing a twenty seven year old on streets of San Francisco, which I think was nineteen seventy two. I don't know if I'm getting my dates right. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he eighty? Is he seventy eight? He's got to be eighty. Eighty two. How old is Michael Douglas? First of all, he looks great. Let's yeah. acknowledge that. Yeah, he does. Looks better than his father did. Kirk Kirk looked great to a certain point, right. and then and then yeah. started becoming an old man. Yeah, Michael still looks yeah terrific. He's I he's something that happened in the last few years where he is now aging better than Harrison Ford, who for a long time yes. seemed like he was like, this guy doesn't age. And now Harrison Ford, I'm just I'm like, I'm cringing thinking about that in Indiana Jones movies. And he's I know in, he's in shrinking. 
Yeah, which I'm watching. Oh, you are. And I, have, I actually love it. It's a Bill Lawrence. Yeah, Bill Lawrence and Jason Siegel and and um and your buddy uh, Brett Goldstein created yeah, it. Yeah, something to do with it. Yeah, they they created it together. Talk to him once on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a journey, my buddy. I absolutely love it, and I you was do. actually bummed out when I found out that I I didn't realize they were releasing it one week at a time, mm. and I I got I caught up, and I'm like shit. Now I'm now I gotta wait. It's that's really good. I mean, I don't know. It's probably not for everybody, but it's got a similar like it's 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 a it's about something very different, but it's a similar tone to Ted Lasso, which I, I love. I don't know if I need two tones of that. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I need the one anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'm rewatching that with because uh, and a lot of people will probably be horrified to hear this, but I'm, I'm watching with Charlie. Why is that horrifying? Because it's got a lot of curse words and, and sex. It doesn't show sex, no. but they talk about sex. He's 10. He's yeah. He's about to turn 11. I'm OK. Yeah. I, but I think okay. some I, people. I, fuck am I? But I, I've 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 told people this, and they're like other parents, and they they seem slightly horrified. At and Ted I'm, I'm Lasso, like, there's no there's no violence in it. Like I don't I don't. He's watched other things that like mention sex. I don't think that's like a. I, also, I don't think that's a big deal. Like I'd rather have that be no. something we can talk about. You keep it. You know, we we know people that kept their children shielded from that sort of thing at that age, yeah. and go and even going to high school and. Their their kids He's are also, yeah are repressed and well the, like my also I would I would feel differently if my kids were the types of kids who just repeat everything they hear the but neither of my kids ever swear they they hear swears from me mostly <laughs> but, but also from, I've heard your old lady run her mouth she she swears sometimes but music and just whatever certain movies and like they don't repeat it like they know that that's not for them to say and uh, I'm I trust them to. To I, I 100% agree. My, you know, my son, same deal. He, he will ask, Dad, can I repeat what this person said? Yeah. But, uh, although the other day right. he did say, as we were walking, oh, where the hell were we? Oh, shoot. We were walking somewhere, and, and he, he went, they're on our ass. Because <laughs> they were walking, and yeah. he wasn't wrong. They, yeah. they Like, where were we? Where did we go, Oliver and I? I don't know. Oh, we went to see that thing at the Grove. We went to see uh, 80 for Brady. Oh, 80 for Brady, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, the Grove. The Grove's rough to maneuver around anyway. But, yes. but you were saying, so you're watching yeah. Ted Lasso. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So, like, but it's, it was so adorable. Like, uh, Charlie absolutely loves it. We just finished the first season. And uh, he, Does he know it gets dirty? <laughs> I told him it's a little different in the second season. But he literally got up and said, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to turn this up. Oh, no. Um, he, he turned around and said, Thank you for letting me watch this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like that's how much he's what enjoying. What a polite it. young man! Yeah, like he he's absolutely. Like he, I mean, he loves soccer, but he also just loves the the humor. Yes, all his mustaches. <laughs> he loves so mustaches. That's his he show. loves all of it. That comes back what the end of this month, end of March, somewhere March, in March, middle of March. Yeah. Ted Lasso returns, so we all have to see those tweets. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's changing the world. And I think people like you are probably going to turn on it a little bit because I think it like got a little out of control. It got a little out of control. And so now people are going to be like, yeah, not as good as it used to be. Well, it, it, it's not, which is true. Which, and that's, that's okay. Still going to be, I mean, I, I feel like what I like is the, they're only doing three seasons. So it's like, Oh, so it's three and done. Yeah. And the, well, what's your problem? Oh, is that not true? They're already, they're already mumbling they're about already, four. Yeah. Three seasons like, in a movie. Well, if they want to, we'll do it for sure. If they want to come back and do it, you know, that's well, who, who the fuck wouldn't, I, yeah. The story all along was that Sudeikis didn't want to be away from his kids that much. So like, yeah, no, he's got the whole problem with the, the daughter and stuff. Also, I heard <laughs> there were some. 
there were some issues with this season, so maybe they what do you what are you hearing in your apartment in Van Nuys? <laughs> no, that's why it's taking so long. Which is because they butt. scrapped the whole thing and re- like started over. Oh, Holy did they really? Shit. Yeah. Coach Bear got upset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Liz Winstead is here. Let's. Yeah. Uh, 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 she's kind enough to join us. She's in. I want to say from New York. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll bring her over to the table. Yeah. Uh, I am wearing the shirt of of her uh, uh, nonprofit. Awesome. The the, uh, the uh, what's it called? Abortion uh, Access Front. Is that the name of it? Yes. Liz? That is the name. Thank you. Uh, so head over there. Danielle has a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. We, su- we support that cause. Uh, she's also got the podcast uh, Feminist Buzzkill, mm-hmm. which I don't let to do because I don't like ladies. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's other stuff going on over there as well. Uh, imagine they talk about other things. Uh, all right. Uh, we also got to go around the horn, checking out everybody. We've uh, got the, the letter game, the letter, mm-hmm. uh, the alphabet. It's A, and we're doing female actresses again we're revisiting this it was a fun one the first time around female actresses whose first name begin with the letter a yeah first name so that'll be fun for you to play liz <laughs> and then we're also there's also talk of uh, we're gonna we're gonna book liz's glasses for another episode so we've got uh so we're getting a two for one with liz coming in it's perfect uh here's now before we go to the break i want to tell you something liz we've never met but we've spoken on the phone Am I supposed to be saying words? I feel like I'm supposed to be quiet. You can we, speak. You can okay. do whatever you like. Okay. We can hear you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We this is fun. we bring you in. It's a it's a it's a loose intro to the show. So you you walk into the I, energy I of the room. You know, like how your ship. Some people are very right. strict about like you just shut your face and tell. Well, I'm time. strict about you sitting there. Okay. And then you speak when spoken to like okay. a woman I mean, in I, 1974. I, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm looking for spaghetti and meatballs for dinner. You might want to go a little earlier. 74. Seventy four? Like, strangled you with my bra. And then no, you wouldn't. You're too busy fucking lighting it on fire. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're burning I that. Oh, I would have killed you then, burned it. Like, you I'm think? not going to use it you know for what? all of its purposes. I'm what about get rid of the evidence? What about Smart. wrap it around his neck, then light it on fire? Why do I have <laughs> to? What I just said? Were well, you not listening? I'll uh, write you because I'm a woman. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing great. All right. The, uh, thanks for coming in, Liz. This, uh, the site is Abortion Access Front. Go there. Liz Winston, everybody. Thank you for your time. <laughs> what, if, what if that was it? We're just offended by yeah. it. Uh, Liz, here's what happened. I'm going to tell you. This is fun. Yeah, fun, strong word. Uh, let's call it mid-90s. You were working at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You were working with uh, my friend and who I think is one of the funniest human beings on the bla- uh, planet, a guy named Steve Ayotte. Uh-huh. And I called the hotel to talk to Steve and the switchboard put me through to your room. And you answered the phone and I was rattled. And I said, uh, hello? And I said, I'm looking for Steve. And, she go, and you said, oh no, this is Liz Winstead. You got the other comedian's room. Uh, you want Steve's room. That's blah, blah, blah. So then I hung up and called back and talked to Steve. So Liz and I That's crazy. had that conversation. Yeah. Because of the switchboard yeah. in Madison, Wisconsin. Was that nice? You, you directed me to the right room. Great. What if you, what, what, how could that not have gone nicely? <laughs> what would you have done to have not been nice? You know, haven't you ever like had somebody where you like accidentally call and then someone's like, you got the wrong number. It's like, like on purpose. Right. You purposely yes. aggrieved them. It's yeah. like, I'm sorry. You had the... <laughs> Horrifying misfortune. <laughs> That's it. That feels like Ukraine war. That I called you and dialed one number off, and and now I've taken you away from. I'm sure what was, mar- stupendously important because your phone was in your hand. You're right. Like, yeah. So you know people can just be mean. I don't disagree with that. You were not. You were. Okay, I'm sure that you were. You were in a hotel in Madison. You were thrilled probably that the phone rang and gave you something to do. <laughs> and then, I love Madison. That is. Uh, I've not been there in a long time, but uh, top ten clubs, I would say. 
Yeah. I would say some would say it's, that is their favorite club. I won't yeah. go that far. People say Acme in Minneapolis. I live part of the time in Minneapolis also. Mm-hmm. So um, people say Acme. Acme's my number work. three. Yeah, I uh, I work I don't work that at that club, but um, people like it. Which one do you do? The mall? No, I do the. You know, I'm you from. You know how you have your hometown where you get to draw more people than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that's my place. So I do theaters in, in the Twin Cities. Good for you. You deserve yeah, yeah. it. Go to St. Paul to do a show. No. <laughs> it's one of the twins. You said twin cities. Yeah, well, they, yeah they are twins. They're not twins. They're they may be fraternal twins. I mean, they look nothing alike. Actually. They don't. Do they? <laughs> Could be a lie. One's filthy. Yeah. You decide yourself which mm-hmm. one. Uh, all right, Liz Winstead is here. We're thrilled to have her here, right? Long, long time coming as far as I'm concerned. Liz should have been here years ago. She's in New York, uh, I assume. You live in New York? I've just been told Minneapolis. And Minneapolis. Minneapolis but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So not a local person and someone you've never met, so it kind of makes sense. that well, We had that call. <laughs> <laughs> we did have the call. That you call. could have asked me then. I, I, podcasts were just a, a, a not even a thing just a, yeah. a cable wasn't even my a thing eye. you could have been like <laughs> might not have been in 20 years I'm going to be doing fake radio will you be on my show <laughs> yeah that's, all, that's alluring that's sort of like getting into my van little girl yeah, yeah. very very although we're comedians so we're so fucking desperate yeah I'll do it yeah whatever you want microphone I can be behind I'm going to go on with Tom Barnard for the 4,000th time Barnard no, Tom Bernard Bernard I put the accent on the wrong syllable yeah is he still on the air who knows? I've never done a show. He doesn't particularly enjoy me. Does he? Uh, is it because? Uh, and I did not know this. Is he leaning more and more towards the red-hatted uh, environment? I would say he's. I I would say that he's probably more in in a camp that would include, um, not me. <laughs> right. Camp. You know. I would. I don't know if if if, the, if Joe Rogan is part of the spectrum, like over here, and I'm on the other spectrum. Yes. Tom Bernard would be there. Two thirds of the way to Joe Rogan. I agree. That's what I'm getting. He's leaning towards that direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Might, might have some liberal thoughts, but doesn't realize that maybe his liberal thoughts are more red-hatted and yeah. uh, right-wing. Jimmy Dorish yeah. would be another one of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, it's that whole when feminism becomes poison, your poison. You know, it's kind of like look at how feminists are poisonous or. Or people who scream cancel culture a lot when it's yeah. just like, you know, if you're still selling out Madison Square Garden, you're mm-hmm. just mad at who your fans became. Like, you're not canceled. <laughs> it's just like there's people who don't like you. The, yeah. cool, the cool kids don't like that. you anymore. Oh, my God. I went on Dean Obidala's radio show last week, uh, and it was right after the whole Greg Gutfeld as the number one talk show on Fox. And I was Can like, I ask you a question? Can I interrupt you? And yeah. I want to hear the rest of your story. Yeah. Do you think Greg Gutfeld is the number one uh, uh, late night talk show because it's on Fox? And ninety-year-old people watch Fall Fox, and, and it's just on all fucking day. Well, I think that's part of it. But I was having this conversation. But go with ahead, Dean. I interrupted. I apologize. No, no, it's okay. Where he was like, he's not funny, and I go, look, I don't find the guy funny. But like, there's millions of people who don't like what we like, and he, you know, I, I happen to think what he says is garbage. I think Fox offers garbage. So there, if there's a market for that, I can't say he's not funny because he sells out rooms and his show, you know does whatever it does but i can say like uh, yeah i don't think so i'd never want his fans it's not my goal i'd rather have a nice life with people who i'd want to talk to after my show sure like that's a thing i have a lot of people will say by any means necessary i want to be funny to all people i'm ready i mean i'm the abortion comedian so i'm already ready so (laughs) what if i was out there being like i don't know why catholics are trying to cancel me (laughs) (laughs) out there in the world i have a very realistic view of like who I am, what I do, yeah, and I take the lumps. 
Yeah. I take the lumps. You just take your lumps. I don't understand why that's cancel culture. It's taking your lumps. It's take, uh, Maybe because those people never had to think about that until they reached that. that point in their life. I'm gonna, by the way, I'm going to make my. I'm going to go back and I'm going to strengthen my point. Yeah. I don't think Greg Gutfeld has fans, and I don't think people. I think it's just on. Mm-hmm. I really believe I that. I don't think anybody it. is tuning in and go. You know who was really funny last night? Greg Gutfeld. No, nobody is saying that. Well, nobody we know. But I know other people. Well, I have Twitter feed. My Twitter feed tells me otherwise because they for say days, he's funny. I was I was just hammered over newsbusters. Everybody came after me. Somebody called Charlie Kirk. You know him? Mm-hmm. Oh he's yeah. The best. I he like called, his little his little eyes. He called me a ratchet Hillary Clinton. What does oh. even mean? And I I don't know. Considering that was never my, like I'm like way lefter than that. If that's a word, so like, oh, they were all real mad because mm-hmm. I, I, I also insulted Golden Corral, which apparently got me into some elitist <laughs> mode of like, why are you mad at Golden Corral? They've got a d- delicious buffet when you're on the road as a comedian. Super good and healthy for you. It's no, really it's not. None of it is. But no, you're but on the road and you have ten dollars. You go to the Golden Corral, you, or you could go to the grocery store and not go to Golden Corral. <laughs> I know, I'm the buzzkill. You know, go to the buffet at Golden Corral if you're by yourself at the Golden Corral. You are doing more than trying to get full. You are stuffing a lot of people. I, you know what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm avoiding conversation with people. I'm enjoying my time alone as I look at my uh, my baseball box scores and I get to go up. Maybe I want a piece of fish on this trip. Maybe I want to get a chicken yeah. strip. A, a waffle. It's, it's one, you know, I get some, a waffle at yeah, three in the afternoon. You, know, you can have a waffle. You can have some baked beans. I'm not going to put up with your elitist big, bullshit about Golden <laughs> Corral, yeah, Liz. You know, I um. I just, um, I am, I am, I know. People got real mad at me. And then go to the like, grocery oh. store. What comedian goes to the grocery store? I do. At, you're staying at a hotel, you go to the grocery store? I don't, yeah. I'd go get sushi at the grocery store or I'd go get the chicken and eat it. Like, I would rather not go to Golden Corral. I hear you. Look, yeah, Jimmy, you go to, I mean, look, you want to talk elitist, you go to Whole Foods and get the prepared meals. I go to yeah. Whole Foods. I go, yeah, to, so I go I, to Whole Foods as if it's in my private kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk out, and what, $90? Yeah. Yes, you're not, by the way, you're not wrong. There was a time, by the yeah. way, that I loved Ryan's Steakhouse and Golden Corral, and I may still uh, go into one from time to time. I don't anymore. I will now go to the Whole Foods yeah. and sit at their little table from their buffet. I'm mm-hmm. also going to say, I'm not... Like one of these, I don't go to fast food places. Look, we grew up poor and we never ate fast food. We couldn't afford it. So when I made money, mm-hmm. I made up for lost time eating garbage. Like, yes. give me a fr- like, so it's just, I just think it's not the best garbage, you know, fast food yeah. f- situation. I own stuff. I would prefer, <laughs> no, I would, any day of the week, I would prefer, like, also I'm a cravings eater. Mm-hmm. So I'm when listening. people are like, I will, like, if I want the three, Taco Bell Supreme yes. meal. Mm-hmm. Don't try to, don't try to take me anywhere else because I you want, want that. Yeah. Right. Or it's not like I, I will like a Whopper. If I want a Whopper, that doesn't mean take me to a Big Mac. Right. It's a different. Mm-hmm. For five minutes in New York City, this was the greatest thing that happened, and I don't even know how it happened, but it didn't last very long. I'm listening. There was a McDonald's mm-hmm. that opened up next to a Burger King. Yes. So you could get a Whopper mm-hmm. and the McDonald's uh, fries. Yes. And you're like, is this really happening? Am I in heaven? That's the greatest thing in the world. And I, then yeah. guess which one closed? So the Burger King. The King. King. Yeah. The King. We lost the King. We lost the King. So, but that was really fun. For like, It was like a right. hot second. In fact, yeah. I got to be honest. Yes. I think I might have dreamt it. Like, but I don't think I did. <laughs> like, I did go, but it was like. Well, they very often would open up across the street from each other. Burger King would say. Yeah. That's a hot corner. McDonald's is already there. Yeah. They know something we don't know. Mm-hmm. Then let's put the crown up. Yeah. 
<laughs> All hail the king. All right, before we do it, here's a fun fact. What is Why it? am I here unmiked? Uh, you are, you're a, a, you're mic'd. You are mic'd. And uh, oh. you don't need to be because okay. the entire city can hear you. <laughs> no, I know, I'm so loud. You're, you're projecting oh. as if you're at one of these fancy theaters of yours in the Twin <laughs> Cities. B, here's a fun fact before we go to break. Okay. What does my father, to this day, call Burger King? What does my father? Home of the Whopper. What does he call it? What does he call it as if that's the that, that's the catchphrase? What does he oh. call Whopper King? You're not far off. Just the Whopper? You guys want to go to Whopper Burger? <laughs> Whopper Burger. Yeah, I understand that. And he's been saying it since the 70s. Yeah. It's, it's never changed. No, sometimes they just get that in there and then you just have to know. My mom says Starbanks. <laughs> uh, but she's dead. Oh. Like, yeah. No, it's okay. She was 90. Like, bless her heart. I love her to death. But, mm. you know, she was like, I'm done. And I was like, fair. Yeah. Fair. Five kids. 90s older. I hope my dad makes it to 90. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Uh, my mom, of course, is dead. 70, 73. Uh, not 1973. She was. Oh, no, that would be. I would have been uh, sad. I would have been very young. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would have been alive, but I would have been very young. Mm-hmm. I'm old. All right, Liz <laughs> Winstead is here. We're thrilled, right? Already fun. Yeah. And uh, we got to go around. We got the. Uh, I, I tried to do this earlier. Then I got. The, I, I interrupted uh, my own uh, break. Going to. Mm-hmm. Is that a sentence, professional broadcaster. Uh, we'll be back. Hey, gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Liz Winstead is on social media, at Liz Winstead, two Zs and Liz. Uh, go to aafront.org to learn more about Abortion Access Front, the great organization that she's involved with. And uh, if you want to hear their podcast, which is about abortion, but it also has comedians and is fun and a good time uh, is had by all, go to uh, check out Feminist Buzzkill wherever you get your podcasts. That's how you do that. And Jimmy Pardo's dates and deets are available at jimmypardo.com. Just click the tour link and enjoy. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify 
Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, I, in the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 32A, first season, that first lettered episode of the season. <sighs> All these medications are scoring Also, didn't need to be said, so you, 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 you've upset yourself for nothing. I'm are people really excited? That, like, I'm really waiting for 32A. You know Maybe, what? Yeah. They, they do, the seasons are very important to the listeners. For us, they're just a way to yeah. mark, time. Set, mark time. They're like, oh, season 34, we're not 34, we're not even there yet. <laughs> Season 24 was great. Best season yet. It's like, it's not it's just, it was just March through. So can I tell September. a dirty story that sort of uh, relates to this? Yeah. You can tell a story that is dirty that doesn't relate to okay. this. So <laughs> Liz Winch says here, by the way. Hi. So it just it reminds, when I moved to New York yes. back in the 90s, um, people used to sell just shit on the street on blankets. And um, this guy walks up to this blanket and all the guys sold on this blanket were back issues of a magazine called Eating Pussy. <laughs> okay? So this guy walks up and he said, do you have the August Eating Pussy? And the guy's like, specific? yes. And so the guy's like, I don't, I have June, July, I don't. He goes, I want August! And I was like, wow. And he was like so pissed off and I was like, you know, I have a vagina. I, I don't know how much different this magazine can go from month to month like what are the pictures are they that different yeah. but this guy I don't know what happened in the August yeah, issue of eating. and if I knew the year I'd say hey Jimmy fans please find out um, maybe 81, 82 maybe you think it's early 80s yeah hmm. so if you can find the August edition of 81, 82 eating pussy Maybe get it. A, it might be worth something, mm -hmm, but yeah. B, it might have something magical in there that like <laughs> none of us can, because I have never seen anybody so obsessed with that 
Like would not uh, nothing would do. Nothing <laughs> right. else would he do. He needed August. He needed July August. wasn't going to cut let's it. Go, let's go this far with it. By the way, I, I don't know how much they cost on the internet. If we find it. it, we could buy the August from 1980 to 1989. Yeah, yeah. we could buy all every, the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. August. Yeah, only ten issues. And just see. And just see what. Yeah. And then we get to that one. Where, oh, it, I found yeah. it. Because <laughs> it was so intense. Why does he need August, Garrett? What'd you find it? out on the internet? Can we buy eating pussy anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> And I think you're going to have to Google Eating Pussy Magazine. Yeah, magazine. Don't put it in just Eating Pussy. Yeah, just don't yet. Put it in the magazine. Um, what do we got? What if August is like seven thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Like all of them are like three dollars, and then one of them is twenty four thousand dollars. <laughs> it's got blood stains on it. Hold on, I have to enter oh. my birthday. I meant for murder. Okay. Guy, I meant for murder. Jesus, I did. I meant, please understand. I meant for murder. I did not mean it. Is it just an online magazine now? I wonder if they hit the troubles. You know, where they just couldn't stay in print. Yeah, well, it is so, tough out there for a magazine. Yeah. What do you got, Karen? It's for, there's an issue that I have pulled up here. I don't. I, I can't quite tell when or what year, but it's number fourteen. Uh, Forty nine ninety nine. Fifty bucks for Eaton Posty magazine. This one has Chessie Moore in it. Oh. Oh. Okay. oh is the, it? the cover price apparently is forty five dollars. So wait, what? wait, what? The cover price? Back in the day, they were forty five dollars. What year was this from? It says nineteen nineties. This. No, one. we're looking for eighties. Yeah. This list specifically says eighties. So, you know, that's big kid and play bush and everything, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just very large, <laughs> yeah. but you know, not pre Brazilian, uh, yeah. pre everything. Yeah. Just like, go for it. Yeah. Like, good old days. yeah, <laughs> when people actually just walk the earth like humans. That's what we did. Yeah. And we liked it. Yeah. I should tell you, you know this from season one. I keep a nice triangle down there. <laughs> of course. I keep it nice and trim. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry I just walked into your podcast and then started saying like yeah, dirt, you know, here, here's dirty the, things instantly. The feminist woman from The Daily Show is here. <laughs> hey, Eating Pussy Magazine's great. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what, feminism means many things. Okay. It's just owning your thing, being in your space, having mm-hmm. nobody tell you how you should be. Right. It can be many things. I'm loving it. All right, I miss speaking, it. Of, speaking of McDonald's, I'm loving it. No, wait, that was the number nine. <laughs> my what? computer is not used to this kind of a search. Uh, I don't. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! If I break your computer and now you just get like viruses and shit, I'm so sorry. Garen's gay, so although he hilarious to get a virus all. from eating pussy magazine search. Yeah. What it's, do you got? Not, like that was the only that's listing it? that's coming up. Is that there's only one, one out there? Available? One issue. What if you did what if, dirtymagazines.xxx? If do you an image search and you just see a picture of this guy that Liz saw trying to buy this thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was there. yeah, he was just <laughs> all the time. All uh, the time. Liz, I mentioned the Daily Show. Let's get that out of the way. You right. created it. I did. And then uh, you did. You were there with the, the whole Kilborn era, or you left halfway through Kilborn? The entire Kilborn era. Which I loved, by the way. Thank I, you. I know that uh, not everybody enjoyed uh, Craig Kilborn. Uh, I liked him as an on-screen uh, presence. I liked his uh, the way he delivered jokes. I liked the jokes you guys gave him to deliver. And I don't know if he was an asshole backstage. I don't know if any of that. I know that I, I think I know the answer to that. But my, uh, I enjoyed that era very, very much. I appreciate that. And then that. the show changed when you left. Uh, and that, that said, I love John Stewart too. That's, yeah, it's, it's just a different animal. Well, you know, it's an evo- it's like a, a, when we when we concepted the show, um, the whole idea was everyone soup to more like Colbert Report, right? Everyone soup to nuts on air was in satire mode, right? And so it was, when John came on, the switch was, and I think it's a good one, have the host be the voice of the people mm-hmm. and keep the correspondence being like mm-hmm. out of their minds so that there was this person who was speaking for you as the viewer, right? And so I think that like, and then Trevor took it to this next level of where he was like, 
you know, he really explored a lot of things, you know, and, and then now they're searching now. In fact, I was just on the show. It was fun yeah. with Sarah Silverman um, and just like blabbing about it. And she was unbelievably great. I think she's the answer. She yeah. was like, I, she's, you know, dropping a name, but she's one of my best friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I was nervous to go on because you know how sometimes when people are really good friends on talk shows, it gets super boring and you're like, okay, this inside <laughs> baseball thing, you both think you are so clever by half. And then also your friend is hosting this thing that you made, right? right. So it's like, shit. And then she eased into that chair so comfortably as herself, mm-hmm. not as like trying to be the Daily Show host. And she was so funny. And I was like, I, I'd, you know, I'd love to see it, but who knows? I don't know what yeah. I don't know what they're what, what they're what they're for? doing or what they want. And I, why not also, like, be like Jeopardy? Yeah, be like Jeopardy. No, you know, no. And and just no, see. let's just stick with Ken. And let's, but I mean, just like it took him the for idea. a minute to get there. I love the Ken Jennings. I love Ken Jennings. Although I we did his radio was it radio show or podcast where he played the games. Oh, and I it was like I just was so nervous that I choked. I'm decent, smart, mm-hmm. like, and I usually don't. But I was like panicked, and he was really nice. But I like I didn't do great. I'm the, it was like a slate thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me put this. Let me manifest this. No. Uh, <laughs> That's a sentence I've never said. Wow. But here's what I want to have happen, because uh, uh, I want Sarah Silverman to become the host of The Daily Show, Mm -hmm. and I want them to realize that they should not do it in New York, they should do it here, so that I have a job. Oh, yeah. Sarah Sarah always hires me, Yes. and I need her to do that so that I can get insurance. Um, So let's go. But I would, I don't, I would say... They would make her move, probably, right? No, because I don't think making... Uh, she loves New York. So yeah, you're kind of host, yeah, I, uh, Jimmy. She really loves New York. Host. And so she I, has an apartment there. And she... Mm. D- no. You know, she does. Remember, because she would be out of the balcony clanging her fucking pots and pans. Oh, she rented that. <laughs> she didn't... She That wasn't her permanent <laughs> place. You're you know everything. No, no, no. <laughs> she just rented it. She, because, because she was out there, because she was supposed to launch her play... Right. Bedwetter, oh, and then COVID happened. Yeah. And by the way, great. This is the Sarah COVID? Silverman hour, and <laughs> I'm paid to talk about. Yeah, no, Bedwetter was unbelievable. I believe and it. it's coming back. It's great. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I think it's really fun to watch people. You know who I'd like to see host? Frangela. I think they'd be great. Like you think they'd be good hosts? I do. I think they'd be great because they'd bring a whole other vibe. I think they'd be great. They know a lot about. Uh, they have takes on. The world in general, politics, yes. sports, mm-hmm. entertainment, everything. Um, they're and I, nice ladies. They're great. I just think it would be fun to see um, in the same vein, but like switching it up a little bit. But also, I ask myself, how do people watch late night TV now? Do they mm-hmm. actually sit down in appointment viewing, watch it? Or do they watch it after the fact, mm-hmm. the clips? Right. You know, it's, um, it's, I mean, I just know from my little appearance I did last week, that I had a jillion people throughout the week say, I just watched it, I saw it, I blah, 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 rather than some appointment nice viewing morning, sitch. Right. So, um, so I don't know. You know, it's I'm all hoping mystery. for a white dude. <laughs> yeah. It's really it's hoping for a white dude. Yeah. I mean, Trevor, had, Trevor was on for too long. It's we, been a minute. Got it. Yeah, it's been a minute. You know, I just feel like, you know, you just really, the cancel culture is real. <laughs> so um, let's bring it back. Yeah. But that was the interesting thing when we hired Kilborn, you know, there was like, why'd you hire a white guy? And I was like, because we are in full satire mode. And, and he, he was doing a role. Yeah. And he looked, I mean, Craig Kilborn, first of all, he was, you know, sports an anchor, a sports guy, but then he was also an anchor in local news. Mm-hmm. And I think people also forget that when we launched the show, 
it was, there was only one cable network, right? It was like CNN. And then like we launched in early July of 96 and it was just CNN. Two weeks later, MSNBC and then October Fox. And so we were really satirizing sort of CNN sort of crappy trial of the century of the week and that kind of stuff, but really local news, you know, Mm -hmm. and all of that. And so then when this news explosion happened of infotainment or newsfotainment or whatever the hell if it you, is. If you keep mashing words together, I I'm going to punch you in the okay. face. Okay, because, you know, I love a word mash. <laughs> it's how I do Benefer, but just with the news. It's real boring. <laughs> Actually, no one's asking for it. You're right, I should stop. Zero people are Here's asking Here's what I'm for doing. It. Please backing get nervous up. like I'm Ken Jennings. I'm <laughs> That's what I want. I'm backing up. You're too comfortable with the smashing of the words. I know. Get nervous. I'm sorry. What does really get on your nerves? Me chewing uh, a sucker on the well, that would, yeah, so that, far? That would drive me bananas, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... You were saying uh, you uh, people were mad that you hired Craig Kilborn. Yeah, yeah, just because you know it's a white guy, and I was like, but if the satire needs to work, it needs to be. Yeah, it yeah. needs to be that, and we weren't doing wink at the audience. You know, in fact, the first couple of episodes, and this was my insistence, it was really a bad idea. I was like, we shouldn't have an audience. Let's have the people watching it just take away what they want. It's like the news. It was the death nightmare. It was like in two days, it was like, there's an audience. Get some seats. Let's yeah. fold some chairs out yeah, there. Yeah, that's enough out of you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bummer when you, because I was always kind of the, you know, I was in the thorn of the side of the network. They wanted it to be more entertainment. I was like, why? If you want to have celebrities on, shit on the news. Don't shit on the celebrities. And then so it was, there was, there was a lot of tension all mm-hmm. the time. Just as you know, to keep something good, you have tension with the, with the um, with the network, and then and then when you are actually right, and then they they don't want to listen to you, then everybody loses. My favorite story of the Daily Show of all time is yes. so um, we had this Applebee's wanted to sponsor part of the show, and so uh, before I could say, hey, I don't think they would be like, you're always saying I don't want to. You're always we have to make money, bubble advertising, da da da, and I was like. No, I understand that, but I just, Liz, this is enough. This is enough. So I said, okay, so what Applebee's wanted to sponsor and did sponsor was a bumper weather segment called Don't Go There. So for 30 (laughs) seconds on the screen, it said Applebee's. Don't go there. (laughs) And they wouldn't let me finish saying not this thing yes Let's, something else yeah because they just assumed I was going to just be like you know yeah. buzzkill here she comes again with their fucking wild ideas about socialism or whatever the fuck they thought I was trying to say so yeah it was hilarious and I was like well there it is Applebee's don't go there are they happy now is everybody thrilled was Apple, were they happy no they even said Applebee's don't go there for 30 seconds yeah. <laughs> they paid a lot of money for that yeah, yeah. I mean, Mr. Applebee's a nice man he deserves everything else. I mean I feel like people still go to Applebee's I go to Applebee's from <laughs> Time to time, mm-hmm. yeah, to have that that wall of onion, yeah. you stand there and chew on a moat. You stand in a moat of yes. gravy and just chew at a wall for ninety yes. seconds. I get the wings, I get the chicken the strips, all different flavors. Yeah, I feel like um, yeah, hot barbecue blueberry mm-hmm. ranch colita <laughs> sauce or something. It's yeah. like again, you're doing your word thing. Then. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not even, new. It's not new, so you're having trouble. No, it's just hard. She didn't mash them; she just put them all in a yeah, row. Yeah, I just said a bunch of words in a row. It's not yeah. news. Let's just be clear: that was not a mash. Uh, hey, it completely was, off topic. But believe it or not, it's on topic. Oh, we got those delicious habanero jellies from that yes, Olivia, mm-hmm. and there's one left. Um, I put it on my bagel this morning. Delicious. Awesome. Mm. Give it a little spice, a little kick with 
cream cheese on it. Cream, lactose-free cream cheese, yes. Oh, do you have that? I got a lot of you. I'm sorry. Time. We don't have time. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> no, seriously, we don't have time. Thanks for coming in. We're no, done. no, no, it's great. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. No, 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 it's always bad when, you know. Do, do you talk to Craig Kilborn to this day? No. I know you don't. I, just, I, just, I wanted you to say it like that. You, you, you answered exactly the way I wanted um, I saw him at the gym. You did see him at the gymnasium. About, and he goes, how about those Vikes? He didn't know what to say to me. And that I go, it. is that sport ball? And then I just walked away. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, you, you famously did not get along. Is that is that correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. Pretty fair. All right. Pretty fair. All right. I'll stop being there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, it's fine. We'll move on. You know, so it all happens to the best of us. Sure. You know? Yeah. I just think it happens to the best of us. Yeah, We're we, all doing great. We all work. Occasionally, we'll work with somebody you don't uh, click quick, right. uh, click with, and then you move on. That's right. Or, but you know what? Uh, he try- was funny every night. That's what I can say. I Dude will. Was funny wh- every night. One hundred percent agree with you. Yep. And then I enjoyed him when he did his own talk show. Quite frankly, and again, I don't know anything about the guy as a personal person. I, I that was not my experience. I did his show. I was grateful to get the TV credits. I enjoyed watching him. I like again. I liked the way he delivered jokes, mm-hmm. and because he delivered them like a like a, a yeah, like a anchor. newscaster. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. The character yeah. lends itself, and so when you give somebody who looks the part mm-hmm. and then delivers the part um, shit that's really wild, mm-hmm. it's very fun to have yeah. that same cadence. So tonight, in other news, yeah. a shitbag on Seventeenth Street did this thing, <laughs> and da, 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 you know. And I think one of the smartest thing we did though. And when we launched the show was um, we hired a whole bunch of people from news who were just funny. There's no one funnier than people who write for news. They're in newsrooms. They know the darkest humor. They're great. And they can really keep you in the cadence and keep you going. You know, mm-hmm. even like, like Brian Unger, who was like my favorite correspondent ever uh, on The Daily Show in the history of the whole show. Um, he taught everybody you know, how to do three-point lighting, because he came from news. Mm-hmm. He was Charles Keralt's producer, you know, like, wow. and he just, but then at, at the news, like, and he was sent out to do, like, you know, the people on acid during the OJ trial and Jeffrey Dahmer, and he's like, I went to J school, I am not this, and I was like, well, do you think that you would ever have the balls to say, fuck J school, and come to a show that um, makes fun of everything and possibly would never welcome you back. Right. And he was like, I think so. Does J school stay for Jew school? Yeah, stands for Jew school. <laughs> I just want to make Journalism. sure I, I want to understand. Yeah, I'm yeah, you're doing great. Okay. Um, because also, and then we'll, I mean, not this is probably boring talking about, but maybe people like it, I don't know. So, but the thing about The Daily Show that is very weird yes. and so lucky was they gave us a year on the air with no pilot. So for those of you who don't follow television, there is nary a show where they say you don't have to do a test show and right. then run it through eight million right. focus groups Awful. and all this stuff. They just said, this is a show that needs to grow on the air. Love it. So we're going to give you a year guarantee. So it also allowed us to ask people like to take a chance. The youngers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. Who awesome. did you remember? And then uh, your words, not mine. That this is boring. I find I do not find it to be. Okay, boring. good. I don't. I just I, you know. I and okay. I think people that listen to this show will not okay. either. This okay, is good. What yeah, we yeah, do yeah. here. Uh, we're like Ari Melber with the beat. This is what we do. Do we do rap references? <laughs> uh, he, he does. I do '80s music references. Yeah. Okay. Because I also had a show with Chuck D for two years on the radio. Whoa. 
Oh, that's cool. Rachel Maddow and Chuck D and I had a radio show for two years. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> if you want to know a that's show incredible. that, like, yeah, called Unfiltered on Air America. Oh, that's Jimmy's. Jimmy decided today that's I've his least favorite today word. I don't like that word. Okay. I've decided I don't like it. All right. It, it sounds like see? a kidney function, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> because it, it, it leans. Elliot pointed out. Uh, it leans more towards your Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy Dore mm-hmm. worlds of we're unfiltered, man. You don't know what we're going to say yeah, over here. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of it's just another thing of, they've taken away from us. <laughs> they've, yeah. taken a, they've taken the fucking flag away from us. Yeah. They, yeah. There's a lot of taking. Love this country. I salute. <laughs> Who was in charge of Comedy Central at that time? Do you Doug remember? Herzog. Was, oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, we, um, it, I would highly suggest he's doing a, like, it's something like 36 part series called Basic. Because Doug Herzog was one of the people who was in the ground level of just launching Basic Cable, right? In the MTV days, right. MTV networks. And I just did the Daily Show episode. Madeline and I did. Madeline, my co-creator, cannot talk about the Daily Show without saying Madeline Smithberg's name. Yeah. Madeline Smithberg, queen. Amazing. Yeah, you went long enough. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but Madeline and I talked about, you know, all the origins and we do some some dropping of dirt. And, so right. is this a podcast it's a, po- it's a It's a podcast through Sirius XM. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Basic. It sounds, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, it, it is sound good. awesome. It's good. 36 episodes seems like uh, but think about how God. much cable though but that's I, once like that's yeah. what I want if, yeah. for that topic that's that's how did it come you know, talking about VJs talking about all the shows all the mm-hmm. stuff you know right. the creation of like all because just Comedy Central alone you know how did South Park come to right. be how did all this shit come to you know like it's yeah so and then the merging of the two ha and like all like mm-hmm. it's a lot. There's three of them, right? Comedy Channel, Ha and I think that was just those two. Two and then they became comedy. Then, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, and that's just the comedy part. You know, think about MTV and all mm-hmm. the stuff and like so good. Anyway. Right. Yeah, and the news stuff and the sports stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. It's so huge. good. All right. It's called Basic. Uh yeah. Doug Herzog. We none of us here are affiliation. <laughs> We're with plugging it. So. I know. So <laughs> here we go. Liz did an episode. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one. If you just, you know, if you're nerds who like that kind of stuff. we got to look for the August issue of this podcast. (laughs) In order to hear you and Madeline run your mouths about Greg Kilborn's hair. Um, what? Uh, wait, another thing. You had just said something about the Daily Show, and then you said something about Doug Herzog. There was something else I wanted to ask you about that era that would be, that would have been interesting to me and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. We had to start sucking Herzog's dick for some reason. <laughs> Thing went. I still there's like yes? certain jokes that you stick with you your whole life, and one of the things that I, I always think of is uh, from that that era of the Daily Show is when. Uh, when Bill Murray was on Ugh. and uh, just amazing episode. I don't know if it's, if it's online, go find it. Cause it was great. And they, and Craig used to do the five questions. And uh, when Craig said, who left the cake out in the rain? <laughs> and Bill just went, somebody. It was like one, yeah. of, the, one of the greatest, like one of the greatest things, things I've ever so seen. All those things are so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just like perfect. He could, have, he could have said anything, but instead he said the exact, he's, yes, he's, he someone, gave the answer you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and yeah. Those, those, those two voices, that, that was a right. perfect yes. uh, meshing of. He seems like a really nice man. <laughs> <laughs> two, yeah, two, two guys maybe I don't want to hang out with. <laughs> you know what I want Bill Murray to do? I want him to ruin my wedding. <laughs> I want him to make it about him. Yeah. Hey, I'm having a wedding. Bill Murray stopped by. Wasn't that fun? No. Get the fuck out of here. It's is my he, day. Does he do that? I don't know. Yeah, he does I don't that. know much about Bill Murray. Yeah, I guess I think he, I thought it was funny in Stripes. He, he was. I mean, like, there's movies I love. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, but like, he's, I don't know any of the back, back I think, gossip. I think it's gone. I think it's turned a corner where people are starting to go, oh, he's actually not a good dude. No, he's not a good dude. Oh. Yeah, he's not good. That's yeah. too bad. 
But it used to be like, oh, it's so crazy. I was like, you know, I was proposing to my girlfriend and, and Bill Murray walked up and like photobombed us. Yeah, and it was like, like, wow, that's a crazy story. Maybe not what you want in that moment not. of your life. But yeah, uh, but, right? I mean, but people were all on board with it. Like, oh, it's so cool. Like, what a fun well, guy. Just stop by. It's like Trump when he pops up at the <laughs> weddings. Get, the, get out of here. Oh, he needs it's to, my day. Yeah. No. Ice great. He brought water to those folks in Pennsylvania. Yeah. He threw <laughs> towels at people in uh, Puerto Rico. Really mm-hmm. doing a, He's really great. He brought 13 pallets of Trump water to uh, Painsville. You know, that's really nice. 13 pellets, which you could buy at the gas station locally mm-hmm. if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lot of water. Well, you know, always he's a, a gazillionaire. Giver. Always a giver. You know, he's a, he got no, his You're do- from New York. You know, yeah. he's a great man. Oh, he's yep. a great man. Oh, we really did a lot of nice stuff for New York. Just ask New Yorkers about it. 2024. Yeah. Really, always. We're coming back. Yeah, baby. Ma- <laughs> Magaga. That's literally what it is. He, it's like, make America Great and good again. Magaga. Magaga. Lady Magaga. <laughs> Lady Magaga. Put him in a meat suit. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this rule would hold up or hold water, but it just occurred to me, it would be funny, like it would be cool if, to win a, a national election. You, It works the regular way, but also if you can't get 25% of your home city, you automatically lose. Because like nobody in New York I, I feel that's would good. ever vote for him. That's a great way to put it. Because they know him. Because it's the opposite of what Liz said. Like Liz said, your hometown, you could sell out. You sell better there than you do anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. It's the same that though. Like if if your hometown doesn't want you, yeah. they're, they, they're, they, they know, know something. Yes. But also what was so bizarre is why nobody wanted, like the day, the day before 9-11, everyone... September 10th? Yeah, that would be <laughs> September 10th. You know, everybody was like, New York's just full of, you know, homos and dykes and blah, 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 blah. And then everybody loved New York when it, it's like, get the fuck out of here. You probably secretly wish this would happen. And then you're like, oh, no. And it's the same with Trump where it's like, he's coming down that escalator and New Yorkers are like, hey, listen to us because we know. And America was like, oh, no, we no, we're know. Not listening to you. He's a man of the people. I was like, what people? Which people is he a man of? Right. Yeah. The people who bankrupt other people, the people who don't pay workers. You know, the people who just like get to have that weird tie and that weird hair and exert their power. Like what pe- the pe- the people? I don't know. The weird. He, ugh. Anyway, I just want to say also we're setting a record on your podcast today. Of? I have not gone this long without talking about abortion in any situation I've been in. in no, but you talk really about your shirt. <laughs> your I know. shirt came up. My shirt came up, but that's not abortion. It's a shirt. All right. What do you want to say? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's good. I feel like we need to protect abortion. Okay. Great. Oh, do we, oh, you're yeah. the one. <laughs> I'm the person. Yeah. So um, that's my that's my that's my push. Everybody yeah. knows our stance. Who, mind your fucking business. Mind your business. It's true. And yet, uh, you'll probably get a lot of hate. Why'd you have the abortion lady on? I don't think we will. We I, cleared I, really? out all the people who were been out. mad with, oh, over good. the last six years or whatever. I, I would yeah. say December 2016. We put a lot of people out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. And I, it's, isn't it funny too when people are like. I don't know why you want to alienate people. And it's like, I don't want to bring joy to bad people. (laughs) That is, that is kind of where I'm at. I just do not feel the need to legit people. Why don't you go on a debate with Charlie Kirk? Why would I legitimize Charlie Kirk by having him be in my presence? And I say him in my presence. (laughs) Well, Ben Glebe did it for me. And I did. If anybody wants to have a really great watch, that is a great watch. You're right. Ben Glebe, in 2021 debated abortion with Charlie Kirk Mm. and then at one point in the debate he holds up two pictures of fetuses uh, one picture of a fetus and he goes so you think this is a human life that should be saved and Charlie Kirk said yes absolutely in all cases and Ben goes it's a dolphin (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not even a person it's a dolphin and so it was really yeah it was really ben was really prepared like yeah. it was great awesome. yeah highly recommend all right okay so anyway that was the abortion all right. part you of can, the podcast you can, uh, do um, more by going to abortionaccessfront.com and give us money and yeah. buy shirts we We're buy great. shirts buy family buy shirts yeah. there's two cool ones right here yeah and it's also here. if you're feeling like i kind of want to do something but like i don't know what to do mm-hmm. We do like a lot of good shit and have all these like you can just look at a calendar. You can like write us and say, I have 20 minutes. What can I do? And we'll tell you like it's kind of good in the sense of like you don't just have to march because that can get real old. I like marching. I mean, marching and you got to if you're going to go march Man, and I'll buy the shirt. I'll march and shirt. That's it. OK, that's fine. Just and keep I, buying shirts. I feel like I've done something. All right. OK. I will you also gotta perform abortions if need be. <laughs> OK. Oh, do you yeah, know? You I can teach you. I can train you oh, huh? on a papaya. Did you know that? Medical students oftentimes learn first trimester abortions on a papaya because the papaya is basically the size of a uterus. I'm listening. And um, you just, there's no cutting. By the way, those of you who don't know, abortion is literally a three-step process in the early stages. You know, you just have it and then you extract what the inside of the papaya with, um, you know, you you go, you take a thing, you, you, there's three instruments. The first instrument you slowly put in so that it expands the uterus. And then um, you just kind of gently with another instrument, make sure that you're getting everything that the contents of the uterus, um, which means, you know, like any kind of tissue fluid, you know, the the fetus embryo. And then you just go in with a, I don't even know, what it's like a section. And you just go in slowly and then you just pull it out and everything comes out. Here's the embarrassing part. I don't know what's inside a papaya. <laughs> seeds. Oh, it's seeds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeds. I was trying to picture what you were talking about. I was like, I, I don't know. I guess. Seeds. Yeah, that it's makes a, sense. It's not a stone fruit. Got it. If you will. I will. It's a, it's a, I'm it's also going to amend what I said earlier. We will get some hate letters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just tell people not how to do abortion. 45 seconds ago we weren't, but the yeah, now. play-by-play of you The perform. play-by-play of me performing an abortion on a papaya. On a papaya. Well, mm-hmm. also, we did this demonstration at a conference called Netroots Nation, which is like a conference of like lefties. And we showed how it was done. And the right-wing media went wild. It's like, this is a piece of fruit. You understand that I'm not doing abortions on stage. I'm actually doing it on a pop-up. They didn't care. didn't matter. Look at these people. And I'm just always laughing when um, they come after me. Um, yeah, like if you did like a heart like surgery like with a fruit, it's the same idea. It's just like yeah. maybe it's... If if you're imagining what the real thing is, it might like give you the willies a little bit because like going inside yeah. someone's body is like, Ugh. but it's just that's the human body. Like that's that's yeah. that's what all medical things are. It's kind of we learned that in M school. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we learned this information. Yes, Elliot, what do you have to add to this today, friend? <laughs> well, so so Liz, uh, I I've heard I, I want to say it was on like um, Radio Lab or something, but uh, apparently like if if you don't want to learn how to do uh, that procedure you just described, can't you help like uh, get? Are there medications now that can be shipped to, to folks so they can? One hundred percent medication abortion is what most abortions are uh, using now. Like fifty three percent of Americans do. It's a it's a two pill regimen and um, it's safer than Tylenol. And uh, as we speak, I don't know when does this podcast air. This will air Sunday, uh, Sunday night. Okay, so. Um, as we speak, uh, two days before this airs, Friday, tomor- tomorrow, a judge in Texas yes. is going to decide whether or not one of the pills in medication abortion should remain on the market. Uh, I'll tell you a little backstory. It's so fucked up. So six, three months ago, 
a group of concerned trolls who are, you know, dentists for life, you know, people who vaguely work adjacent to the medical industry, formed a nonprofit called uh, the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine. And they purposely incorporated in Amarillo, Texas, so that they would be in the district of a judge named Matthew Kaczmarek, who is known as the most conservative judge in the lower courts of the United States. He has said birth control shouldn't be legal, women should be in the house. Like, he's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so they purposely got this case to go before his thing. And they're saying that, A, 23 years ago when medication abortion was made legal, that the FDA hastily, hastily passed it. And then they also are citing an 1873 law called the Comstock Law, mm-hmm. which says you can't send birth control or any abortifacients through the mail. Um, saying that those two things say that this medication should not be on the market for anyone. In any normal life, any they would be laughed out. They don't have any standing. Every single person that's on the board or running these organizations are literally all white dudes mm-hmm. who can't get pregnant. Um, but because it's this guy's court, who before he was a ju- Trump appointed judge, he was the lawyer for like some Christian anti-gay, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, so tomorrow we'll find out what his ruling will be. Okay. Um, and this will affect Texas. No, the entire nation. My apologies for misunderstanding yes. this part of it. Yes, he's a Texas judge. It's, it's, it's a district court in Texas. Gotcha. But his ruling is federal. Well, that's ridiculous. Yes. So you're like, oh, well, it's going to be appealed, obviously. And it's like, yes, obviously. But the reason they also chose this fuckface is because the the court that it will go to is the Fifth Circuit, the most conservative court in the land that upheld all that Texas bullshit everywhere. And so then if they uphold it, then where does it go? Supreme Court. Yes. So so it's it's really scary. And um, and the desperation to when we're talking about like. Oh, it's going to go back to the states. That's all we care about. Well, no, it didn't go back to the states. It went to one judge who was not elected who can decide the shit for us. The reason Roe v. Wade was overturned was because some asshole in Mississippi decided to bring a law. So right. Mississippi decided for all of us that now Matthew Kaczmarek, appointed by Trump, unskilled douche, gets to decide whether or not this, this abortion pill will be available to the entire nation. So it's pretty scary shit. So um, yeah, so if you're listening Sunday, if you're listening to now, we're doing it, we're having a big webinar on Monday night about okay. about a conversation where you can like hear exactly how this came to be and there's steps you can take. You know, the FDA does have authority to keep drugs on the market that have been, um, that haven't been approved. If there's no other alternative. So the FDA has a lot of authority. Also, this is the first time it's ever happened in the history of our nation mm. that somebody has questioned the authority of the FDA and tried to pull a drug off that wasn't like in a tainted container. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So there's big doings. So if no, you want to okay. find out about that, you can go to aafront.org um, and you'll see it's called Worst Little courthouse in texas all right is the name uh, of the webinar be, before we close the book on this just to be clear the the congress could override all of this if they just wanted to do some legislation and if, if you could get enough people to do it is that- if, if congress yes but you know we don't have you know we've got uh Kristen Kristen Sinema Sinema. and joe mansion and now mm-hmm. we have uh, uh you know we don't have the majority in the house anymore so mm-hmm. congress could codify you yeah. know the tenets of roe v wade and we could do that and so there's also um judges that are saying 
the 13th Amendment actually is a stronger case to codify privacy in Roe v. Wade and your right to abortion and privacy um, than the 14th Amendment was, which it was argued under the 14th Amendment. I am now I'm really boring. You'll see what guys the Daily Show. OK, um, so, you know, there's conversations. But in the meantime, if abortion is not accessible, even for one or two days, there's a lot of folks out there who are panicking and kind of don't know what to do yeah. and are trying to look for help and don't know who to call and people trying to help them are also in danger. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, right now, there's a case right now in good old Florida. Is this the, the young lady with a GPA average? That oh, one? no, that's bad enough where mm-hmm. a person who was denied her abortion because her GPA, I mean, you have a governor who is governor. You should be denied the governorship if mm-hmm. you're, no, this is an incarcerated pregnant person. Oh who her lawyer is arguing that her fetus is being wrongly held because the fetus committed no crime. And the fetus is a single individual person. And so this person shouldn't be in jail because she is holding the fetus against the fetus as well. I mean, so I wish I could even tell you that that wasn't a thing, just like the guy in Texas who said we need to label all of the food that has fetuses in it. Um, because it's not happening. And I was like, I feel like that's not real. Yeah. And who is it for? People who are, like have a fetus allergy? Like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have my EpiPen. Does this have fetus in it? Cause I'm... So, you know, it's, but this 24 seven, this is all they do. When I tell you this is all they do, and I think that our, the people who think the way I think, I don't think they understand the profundity of just how much they work and just who the influencers are. You know, we kind of talk about Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro and all those folks. We don't have that on our side. We don't have that kind of funding. They are more influential. Fox is for old people. Mm-hmm. You know, the real people are the the Turning Point USA and Ben Shapiro and like, you know, and so if you're like, who are those people? Yeah, that's the point. They're jillionaires who are influencing yeah. young people with not just conservative thought, but like, wild, radical, like insane, if you don't think the way they do, you're destroying America, that whole Marjorie Taylor Greene kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the idea that the conservative wing of the of our population is dying off maybe, is that's kind of a fantasy because uh-huh. there was like this wave of, of people yeah. behind them. And the wave is rooted in misogyny. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like all this fucking feminist shit's what got us here. These women <laughs> who wanted their power and their freedom and they want to take our jobs. You know, society's all well and good when you make your billion dollars inventing spanks. Mm-hmm. But the second you're like all oh, your head of Goldman Sachs, it's like, get out of my lane, you know? Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, how do we yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot happening right now. So yeah, I'm sorry. That was like a that was like a fem, my feminist buzzkill rant. Okay. Here I know that's you so you've just heard my pod. That's my podcast. <laughs> Put the soapbox back out in the I hall. I know. I'm sorry. That was a lot. No, don't be sorry. I'm, I'm fucking around. You please know I'm kidding. Please know I, no, I totally do. I love it. I, I also totally am worried do. about Matt. Matt apparently dressed for some sort of job interview today. <laughs> I like to you know I've never met Liz. I feel like we should respect our guests and and, and I appreciate dress that. And I wore her product. Well, that's another way to go. I went the it. other way. Yeah, I like it. I love seeing somebody like just coming at me with that shirt on. It's good. We have a shirt that, that we made on this show uh, that uh, says "Go fuck your gun." Because oh we, wow! Uh, I love it. Because 
you know, enough with fucking guns. Yeah. Go, you know, love it so much, go fuck it. Yeah. Um, and uh, this one and that one, uh, you're taking a risk wearing them. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. you wear go fuck your gun to, uh, you know, the Monster Truck show, which I love. I love <laughs> uh-huh. Have you ever Bigfoot? Oh, they're wonderful. They crush each other, these trucks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, they're, I feel like there's so much extra gas and stuff that it's good. Yeah, I don't keep, I get with your fucking liberal bullshit. Just go watch the truck. <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of feel like I, uh, that's fine. I'm glad you um, like that. Anyway, it's, it's a risky place to wear these shirts is my point. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a hero. I really wanted to do, like in Texas, you know, the, it's illegal to sell more than six vibrators at once because it's stealing. <laughs> like it's true. And when Ted Cruz was the like solicitor general, he was trying to ban like, like like sex toys, Tupperware parties, and all this shit. And I want to do a vibrator buyback program in Texas, like a, like on a flatbed truck at a Walmart in you know in I don't know Laredo, right? And just be like, no questions asked. Just bring the bring vibrator, the- twenty bucks. We'll just do it. Come on, bring. Why don't it. you do it? You know, will you do it with me? Will the I vibrator buyback program? Will I be good? Yes, yeah. uh, yes, okay. I will do it. With okay, well, more than happy it. to do it. Let's do it. It'd be fun. Okay, you organize all of it. Okay, <laughs> and just tell me when to be there. You you do it. You do once a year. You go to Paris, Texas, to do a show. I do that, go to Paris, that's Texas. A, that's we a could spot. Do it in Paris. You can do it. That may be a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> we may want to pick a different city that might not murder us as we're doing yeah. it. Also, what kind of vibrators I wonder are in Paris, Texas? Could be mm, dicey. I think they say uh, well, obviously uh, French ticklers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, nice. That was good. We handed you that. That was good. Amazing. You know what? That was good. It was good. Uh, and, I like it. And that means we do this. Oh, wow. She, she rocks out. Oh. It's a parody. <laughs> of course. It's a parody song. I accidentally hit two things. Stop playing. Oh. Yeah, there was a little rumbling of something else under there. Well, Liz, Liz speaking, made my hand rattle and get charged. All right, let's go around the room. Let's check in with uh, Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Piece of uh, That is sponsored by LemonIceDesigns.com. Head over to Lemonice Designs. Buy two t-shirts. Get a Jimmy Pardo or Never Not a Funny shirt for free. They got that brand new design that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And also the Go Fuck Your, uh, your Gun shirt. A lot, like four or five different designs of Go Fuck Your Guns. So. Yes. I like this t-shirt company. Who are they? Mario DiGiorgio. Uh, uh, for a former comedian, a very funny comedian, decided he just didn't want to be a comedy, uh, be a comedy anymore. He great writer, funny guy. Uh, started this T-shirt company, and it's great. So maybe we should use him to make our shirts. You yes. should certainly talk to him. Okay. Yes, he's great. He's in Austin, Texas. You'll yes. connect me. Yeah. I will. I will. I will do that. If today. he's making fuck your gun shirts, then I think he'd be all on board with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I one hundred percent agree with you, and uh, you guys have a, a lot in common. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, I like a new friend. Yes, I like this idea. Me too. I like it very, very much. Yeah. I will uh, connect you. You will. You will give me your email. I will give you, and then I will connect the two of you. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, Garen, now you 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 have the con, so we don't need to get an answer from you. Uh, but uh, is there anything going on that we need to share with Liz? Have you had a, a, an important week? Uh, no, just been watching a lot of a lot of Yellowstone. Finished Kunk. Yeah. Speaking of Brian Unger, he was on Yellowstone first season. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Nice. Uh, fun Brian Unger fact: Jimmy Pardo and uh, Brian Unger once uh, had side by side storage units at the uh, storage place on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> oh, wow. Weird. Amazing. Yeah, really weird. We would do, hey, hey, <laughs> and then we'd make chit chat as we like are trying to not let people see what is in our storage mm-hmm. unit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and then I'd see him another month when you'd bring the one thing or you have to go get the one thing. They're inconvenient. <laughs> uh, I have a question for Garen. Yeah. Uh, Garen, uh, is anything going on with that that game show that I? Uh, no, I have to email her. I haven't been able to do that. Okay, I'm going to do that. There's there's a someone that 
I know who's a casting person uh, asked specifically. She, she had met with Garen about something else years ago, I think. And she specifically asked, like, hey, I think Garen would be great for this game a show. A contestant? Yes. Oh, terrific. <gasps> yeah. I love a game show. Good luck to you, Garen. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting. That'll be good. I've watched the show in the past. Yeah. That we've, that oh, oh, you know the show. Yeah. And, you're gonna, yeah. and there's a chance you're going to go on it. It sounds like I've never watched it. It's called 25 Words or Less. It's apparently similar to Password and Pyramid. Is that Pyramid. The Meredith Vieira's program? I don't know. Yeah, it's, I think she's yeah, the that's Meredith Vieira host. Yeah, that's a fun Meredith? show. That's a good yeah, show. It looks fun. It's good for me. I think I could do well. You might be DQ'd, though, because a lot of the quote unquote celebrities, and I'm not putting anybody down, are people that come into this program. Uh, you, the one, the thing that I was watching. Cristela? Cristela was yeah. definitely there. So. I want to go on that show. You are not eligible because (laughs) of your political views. (laughs) (laughs) Big tent. Big tent. We have a problem then. (laughs) Yeah. They might not let me in. No, you're not. You're not on for a lot of reasons. I'm kidding. You're going to be great. You're going to be wonderful, and we wish you a lot of luck, and we hope you win some money to pay your rent. That would be wonderful. Because as I mentioned earlier, we we don't pay Elliot a living wage, so imagine (laughs) what fourth banana gets. (laughs) Uh, Garrett, all right, so we're going to move on from you because you you have the con. We'll, we'll yes. come back to you to find out what actress whose first name begins with the letter A you are thinking of. And by the way, did, did we have a package from Dane Coffey? He mailed it uh, with the... Oh, uh, uh, I haven't seen with, with this Is Dane Coffee a person or a <laughs> coffee company? Dane Coffee is a person who sponsors the, uh, the Dane Coffee coffee can... Uh, the winnings for this winnings. game oh. come from him. Yeah. You can win wow. $5. I heard. She can win 10 Oh, 10 I can win 10 yeah. So, uh, but he, he texted saying that it was, that he okay. skipped it. Well, I got a little cash in my pocket if we need it. Goes a little jingling-a-ling. That's right. Georgia well, those, That's my change, yeah. Or you got cash in pocket. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make you. What are you, pretenders? Mm-hmm. Isn't that? Yeah. Uh, damn right it is. I think it's brass and brass, pocket. brass and pocket. But She's doing a parody. I did a song parody, Jimmy. <laughs> you may not know what a parody is. <laughs> Parody's supposed to be funny and entertaining. You wow. chose not to go that direction. <laughs> that is um, harsh. Really felt. I just really felt like that just veered really into like truth. <laughs> maybe, but also just cruelty. Mm, you know, you're strong. What about the babies? <laughs> I, 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 I can't eat papaya. I don't know what that means. I, nor say it. Apparently, papaya. Papaya. They do papaya abortions. I'm sure your show tonight has all those dopers spoke of their papaya. Oh, they love the hooch, right? Doug Benson's on that thing. Brian Poston. You know what that just reminded me of uh, in the 90s? Remember Movie Phone? When you, before yeah. the internet, you had to call to find out when the movie was yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, What do you say? Uh, <laughs> I called up. This was around when um, Scent of a Woman was in the theaters. And I called up to find out, you know, the showtimes. And it just, the, the phone, like, I pressed whatever and it just went, Scent of a Green Papaya! Scent of a Green Papaya! And I was like, oh my wow. God, it's completely broken. So what would it... But then I found out that actually is a movie. There was also a oh, movie no. called Scent of a Green Papaya, but I thought it would just like completely Fresh. imploded and yeah. I was like, what is, how did that even happen? Wow. Like, how did they get the word papaya in there? But uh, no, it was just... It was, Have you, did you then go see Scent? So I had to go see it. No, how was it? I didn't see it. It was like a good, it was like an art film, I think, yeah. or like a, a foreign film. Sounds like a art film. You're going to see Cocaine Bear over the weekend, right? Of course. Yeah. Cocaine Bear? I don't know if I'll see it over the weekend. I'll see it. I think, I'm going to see, I think we're going to see it Sunday. Yeah. We're going to see uh, yeah. Cocaine Bear. Did you ever? It was a true story of a, a, a plane dropped a bunch of yes. cocaine in the forest and a bear It just ate makes it. me feel sad. Well, it's going to be awful, <laughs> and but we're going to see it, and my son and I are going to laugh, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bond. We're going to have fun, son. Sounds fun. Cocaine bear. Uh, we're going to see a movie tomorrow night, by the way. The, uh, it's called The Road Comic, starring uh, Doug Stanhope. Mm-hmm. My friend Greg Liena directed it, and Tony Boswell and Pete Schwab and some others uh, are in it and produced it. And Cool. Uh, it's, it's part of the, there's some film festival going on here in town, mm. and it's already won a bunch of accolades. Oh, cool. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, so I'm, uh, Greg, of course, is the gentleman who did the original Meet the Parents. Right. That they uh, then... You know, made into the Ben Stiller version, mm-hmm. the one that uh, stars Greg and Emo Phillips. Oh, cool, love so Emo Phillips. He was the best. He's can I tell you the funniest thing that ever happened? Can I share this with you? I have an Emo Phillips story too. I will tell you mine because okay. I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> You're ahead. not in the middle of it. You were asking permission to say it. No, no, please tell. <laughs> I'm in the restroom. I'm standing at the stall. Emo comes in, stands at the stall next to me. And says, hello, old friend, you're looking well. And I said, oh, hey, Mo, good to see you. He goes, I was talking to my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's got to be. I'm not kidding. That's great. Top, top five funniest things ever. That's great. Um, what, is yeah. your, what is yours? Try to compete with that, Winstead. Well, it's not. It's like more of a being on the road with Emo story. Go ahead, I'm listening. Yeah. So um, Emo's from Chicago. I was from Minneapolis. And so, you know, we often did like shitty one-nighters driving around, right? So Emo, at the time brought a lot of his own food. So he's in the front seat and he has a jar of peanut butter in a bag and bread. Mm. And I'm like, why is that jar of peanut butter in the bag? And he goes, because the bottom broke out. So I'm just eating it from the bottom. And I was like, like there, it was like not a clean break. Like there was like jagged. And he was like taking bread and going in through that. And I was like, "Are you gonna die? like don't die?" It was right. it was so weird. Also, go, you spend a dollar fifty together. Get a, get a, get a, get a new peanut butter. Yeah, but it was like so. That's great. Him. It was it was so him. So him. Yeah. Oh. The, uh, the, you know, he and Judy Tunda dated for a long time. R.I.P. Do you know the great story of Judy? She's on the road. They're in, uh, I believe it's Omaha, Nebraska. And they're driving back to Chicago. The, the opener drove Judy from Chicago there. They're working together. And uh, the weekends, they get in the car. They're driving back to Chicago. And he says to her, so what did you think of my act? And she said, ask me when you're dropping me off. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Or ask me as we're closer to Chicago. Yeah. Too. Oh, that's but so similar, great. Yeah. Uh, similar premise. I thought uh, you were going to tell the story. Which one? We were at a, a comedy festival that Emo was also at. And um, we went to his show. It was fantastic. And then we did our show. And we did a little meet and greet afterwards. And we're standing there. And there's like a line of fans. And they were coming up. And then like. You know, after 15 or 20 minutes, Emo comes up. He had he waited in the line. <laughs> uh, the line of fans. To talk to us. You know, there there really is no better joke writer. Like Emo oh, Phillips yeah. is in the top and also sweetheart. Yes. Mm-hmm. the One of the nicest humans. But like just that whole bit he used to do about religion Oh, you're neo-Calvinist. Me too. Are you blah, 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 blah. And then like they get to this whole thing and then it's like die here. It's sort of like the aristocrats joke that mm. just carries on and on and on and then it has one thing at the end. Mm. But like that joke is so funny. Oh my God. So many good jokes. Let me ask you a question, Liz. Uh-huh. You, you started uh, before me in comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, did you know the aristocrats, the aristocrats joke? I did not. Nobody did, right? <laughs> Nobody. No, I only knew it... Th- it, because I happened to I'm dropping again. So when the Hugh Hefner roast happened, um, it was right after 9 11, mm. and Sarah was doing it, Silverman, and she said, I have a first class ticket, but like, I'll cash it if you fly with me, and you probably want to see your apartment. And I was like, I kind of do. I haven't 
been there and like I don't know. So I flew with her and and went to that roast. Um, and Gilbert did the joke. Right. And that's the first time I ever Me heard too. that joke. Yes. And like watching the movie, I was like, I, I don't know, never never was a thing in my world. Ever. But it's a joke that we all would tell in the green room, all the comics. Yeah. You couldn't wait to get to the green room to tell your version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not once in fucking 30 years has that happened. No. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Like, I was like, I've never heard this until Gilbert did it and then they made a movie of the history of it. Yeah. And, but I think it was really clever to just have all these different people doing sort of their versions of how they did it and actually Sarah did it in my apartment yeah um and uh she's sitting in this chair and above her is a photograph of my mom (laughs) (laughs) and so my siblings go see it and they're like oh my fucking god there's Sarah and there's mom and she's like going on now with that old Joe Franklin thing and it was super funny that's great yeah hers was great risers was great the mime uh, Remember? Billy, Billy the Mime. Billy the Mime was great. Remember when Provenza went and shut the fuck up about Billy the Mime? Oh, my God. Yeah. He, he thought he found a, a, a diamond in the rough. It's like, it, it's it's fine, Paul. <laughs> He's fine. It's a mime that's funny for three fucking minutes. But you know what? Don't you no. love that Paul Provenza is so enthusiastic? Like, if Paul Provenza likes you, he is your champ. He really True. will. He'll be your champ. Like, I did the green room, and it was a fucking shit show. Um, oh, God. Why? Why was it oh, wait, so, like the panel or behind the scenes? Well, ev- the panel. Walk us through it. Oh, my Come gosh. On, Liz so Winston. I'm on with um, <laughs> Caroline Ray, Colin Quinn. Um, who's the comedian who sells out stadiums? He's um, East Asia Indian, I think. Joe Coy. Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Russell Peters. And Bill Burr. And Paul. So the. Co- yeah. So uh, it's uh, the conversation goes to um, Michael Richards, you know, saying stuff and then Tracy Morgan. And so then I'm like, why are we making excuses? Like, if you say shit, you say shit. Like, you know, and, and then people were trying to have this conversation around like, you know, we should be able to explain what we meant. You know, when we say jokes, like if, you know, our, and I said, for me, the edgy part of comedy is you don't get to. You get you say what you say, and then the second it comes out of your mouth, everyone else gets to interpret it. And then you can either defend it, or you can say, oh, yeah, I guess I kind of fucked up. Like the, you know, so, and then everyone was like, fuck you. And I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> like, wait, wait, Bill Burr was saying fuck you? Like, oh, everybody like was so mad. And that's I was, his whole brand. But like he would, but, but it was, but they just were like, I was like, why is it cool to like, I just don't understand if it's not, it didn't come off as a joke and it's just like a rant. I don't understand where the humor lies. And then it was like, oh, you know, you don't defend comics. And I was like, no, I I, I don't understand why everybody here. And then Bill was like, you know, and then I said, and people just use words. I said, not everybody comes from like the same point of like, societal power so when somebody says i'm an equal opportunity offender it's like but not everybody has equal opportunity. so i don't really buy that argument and then and then bill made some he was talking about something around um how you know when he grew up in boston you know he'd call people faggots you know like on the hockey game you know like how kids would say like we, things you know we just talked about that on this very episode yeah you know just like just that kind of thing you mm-hmm. know and so it's like yeah but like when you're a kid and then you grow up and you then you learn, you know, then it's not 
then you stop doing it. You know, because like, I was in Boston, and I go, well, yeah, but now you're 35, so like, not, <laughs> now, but now you, you, you grew up in Boston, you know, and so it was just like this really weird um, thing. It was just really uncomfortable. I get mm. more hate on that too, like tons wow. of of hate things, like Bill Burr owned you. I was like. I didn't realize we were having a, I thought we were just having a conversation. No, he owned you. And he, yeah, <laughs> he obviously owned me. Um, I do like your point, though, that it's like the the the, the excitement and the, of comedy is that it's not always like for the performer and the audience, there is a, an element of danger. There's an element of yeah. you might have, there's consequences to yeah. words and like that's. If, if that weren't true, it wouldn't be, there wouldn't be any comedy. It would just be like, eh, some people were saying shit, but nothing matters, yeah. so who cares? Like, that's not a world you want to live in. Well, I also, you know, and I don't know, maybe this is naive or whatever, but I just feel like I'm not owed anything by an audience. Like, I ha my last show doesn't guarantee me right. some free pass on what's going to happen on stage. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you might be luckier than not if you've had some fame and people know what you're about and you'll get the right audience. But still, I've had audiences who politically everybody's on the same page, but that joke didn't land. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they didn't like that thing, right? And so I guess to have this kind of idea, oh, sorry, to have this kind of idea that, um, that you just, there's a set of assumptions that you are owed right. by being on stage. And that, like, obviously they're a good person. Well, mm. is it obvious? I I mean, or does the audience right. know that? Or like, right. or like, if somebody doesn't like what you said and is gonna go on a tirade about it, um, you have two options: defend it or realize, hear what they're saying, and be like, "You're right. You know what? I didn't really. That wasn't really what I needed. And if that's gonna be a thing." I got plenty of other jokes, it's right. fine. But every day, we make decisions to not tell a joke. We write something, it's not great. Every day I censor myself as sure, I'm writing. Every comic does. Right. You don't say every thought that comes into your head. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you know, it's just like, it's just like, but all of a sudden when somebody just decides to rock your world a little bit, um, you know, take the, again, Take the lumps. What, what could you possibly well, add to this as a video person? <laughs> First of all, I've done plenty of improv, so I've I've had some experience with sort of right, thing. But what resume to Liz, go ahead. What I was going to say though is, well, I, Thank you, what I was going to say though is, it's not just entire jokes. Like the whole job of being a comedian is, you tell a joke, you tell it a certain way, it doesn't land, and then you figure out whether or not you can change it to make it land or not. Yes. Like that's the job. So if it if it yeah. expands out to an entire joke or even an entire theme. That's the same job. You're still doing the same thing. I agree with you. And that hurt me to say. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you just, I, I just feel like it's like the ocean. Your audiences are ebbing and flowing all the time. Mm. Some come in, you lose some, yep. some come back. And so like, again, like I was reading people coming to the, there's a big article about the defense of JK Rowling and, and cancel culture. I'm like, the bitch is worth more than the royal family. <laughs> you are never canceled. You are not canceled. Yeah, she's fine. You're fine. And she's horrible. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. Chappelle's fine. Joe Rogan's fine. Louis they're all fine. fine. They're all making money and they're fine. You know, it's not fine. Michael Richards, to use that example. He, yeah. He did. Yeah. We did decide. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you all are doing it. So, I'm just, 
why are you mad that people just don't like you? People, there's people that don't like babies and chocolate and everything else. <laughs> so there, there's a good chance that there's going to be people that don't like you. Right. That's and, the problem. Like I think it's it's hard <laughs> when you're in this business to accept that not everyone likes you. You're like, no, but I, but I'm I'm cool. I'm good. I'm a good person. Well, we know like people. Don't I'm hilarious. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Obviously, people. But it doesn't it bother you. I know it bothers you, and you're like, why didn't why isn't that person laughing? Like uh, what's what's wrong? I don't with me? focus on the one person in the audience not laughing. I enjoy the others. The ninety-nine percent. <laughs> of course, I don't stare true. at the one guy of not course. laughing. I don't. You don't think about, about the drive home. Don't think about the drive home. I don't then text a friend and go, "Hey, what was wrong with your buddy?" That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, we don't. You're we not don't, still talking don't, about it. We don't call that guy on an episode and say, "Hey, why'd you bring that guy if he doesn't enjoy it?" <laughs> we don't do that. That's not something no. we do. <laughs> but like, remember yeah. Rick? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're called snowflakes, you know. And that's right. the part that I simply don't understand. It's like, do you know what? it takes to wake up every day I had to spend $5,000 to scrub myself off the internet because of the death threats I get because of what I do so like to sit there and call me a snow I'm like I'm out there every day my team right now is in South Carolina taking on armed militia people who are outside of abortion clinics to try to expose who they are I don't want to hear snowflake out of any of these people yeah I'm with you I don't care like I don't expect to be that. I don't expect to be giantly famous. I, I just expect to nurture an audience of people who want to hear what I have to say. Why is that wrong? People are like when you're talking to the, talking to the choir. I'm like, well, maybe the choir needs more songs. And also, like, you never go to a meat shop and go, how come you don't sell fish here? It's like, because I fucking sell meat. I'm the meat person. Like, yeah. it's fine. Everybody's preaching to the choir if they're successful. It's like nobody. Like, yeah, like you created before. a choir. Yeah. You curated you create, a choir. Yeah. So. And, if you're, um, and if, you're, if you're appealing to everybody, you probably suck. You're probably there's, very yeah, boring. It's, there's probably something toxic about it. Yeah. I seem to, to cross over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liz, I have a question for you. And then we have to get his answer. Yes. Answer. Yeah, 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 I know we, so we, much. Then this must end. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, uh, but I am fascinated by this because we don't know each other very well at all. You started in Minneapolis, correct? Yeah. And did you start in the with like Jeff Gerbino and and that group, or was it with Roseanne? Who did you? So Roseanne Louis? Denver. No, so Louis. But, well, but she yeah. came there. So, she with Tom. Yeah, 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 all the time. I introduced them. I set them up. They stole my car for three days and disappeared. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So what? that is my that is my claim to fame. Love it. Setting up Tom and Roseanne. Huh. Um, so you my, did it. You, I, you created the Daily Show and one of the craziest celebrity couples of all time. Uh -huh. What it's a resume. True. I know. I got a lot going on, my friend. Um, so my generation was Louis and Scott Hansen and Jeff Gerbino. That was the first wave of comedy. Okay. And then there was a wave that came kind of after that, which was um, Joel Hodgson. Um, and I came just like a year after Joel started. Okay. Right. And so I was in the people that came, Mike Gandolfi, um, and I'm trying to think of my gang of people. Um, there wasn't really, Tom was kind of, Arnold, Tom Arnold okay. was in my gang of people. Um, and then after me came Frank Conniff. Sure. Um, Junior. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Not the old man. Um, and, then, uh, and then there was uh, Mitch, and the, Mitch Hedberg, and, sure. and that gang came yeah. like uh, Karen Kilgare, I mean, um, um, Maria. Maria. But she was kind of Duluth, she and, oh, and okay. Jackie, like they were kind of there, Jackie. Yeah. So I kind of came from that. But Louis, um, 
The first time I headlined, he flew back to be my opening act. Did he really? So that and put his name small and pictures, so people would come and see my shows, which was really, it was a really special Minneapolis comedy scene. Was, un- there was six full time clubs in the Twin Cities. Right, Jeez. you could just like I didn't ever like I didn't have to develop on one of the coasts, so I could just like practice material. We all did all the time. And then national headliners would come twice a year, three times a year, and stay for like, you know, five days or whatever. And so we got to know everybody. And Mm -hmm. so when you were ready, you know, you had all these connections to go be ready. And that's why I think so many good people, and the audiences were great. You know, the audiences were so smart and they would judge you joke by joke. Mm -hmm. And of course, Minnesotans are also really passive aggressive. So they're like... I'm, I'm ready for the next one now. That was fine. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. But, you know, it's fine. So, um, yeah. But it was it was cool. Yeah, it's a great, great place. It's a great place. I loved it. You know, I started in Chicago, so I would go. Minneapolis was in the eight-hour spoke yeah. that I would drive. And uh, always loved going. Because, to, to your point, the audiences were always great. You know, Scott Hansen, whether you, some folks don't like him. They think he's whatever. But he curated a great city he of comedy. He curated a great city of comedy. And, yeah. you know... T- there was, you know, the that impresario time of comedy. Yes. You know, there was a lot of guys who were just like not just kind of shitty. Uh, he was pretty decent. Um, had a whole bunch of one nighters that were just awful junk. But I, like I did them all. Yeah, but like me too. The, yeah. the Rambo tour. You're in Bemidji and right. these places. Um, but he was never sexist. Like he never. Right. Sometimes there'd just be a couple women on a show where we're like. He, that's uh, the one thing about Scott Hansen I will always say is that the dude gave me all the stage time that I wanted and needed. And, um, you know, part of it, I guess, you know, honestly, where the sexism part came in throughout comedy was that folks would say to every woman, don't talk about women things. And so it's like, I don't have another frame of reference right. with which I walk through life. Um, and then some people adhered to it and wore it as a badge of honor. Some women, it's like, I'm just this. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And you're a great joke writer. But like, our lived experience matters, mm-hmm. you know? And so to tell somebody your lived experience, um, the audience doesn't want to hear. It's like, I hear about dicks all day long and I laugh. Like shit that men go through, it makes me laugh. So shit I go through, if I can make it funny, um, and it's like an experience that is new to somebody who doesn't have a uterus, well, you know, maybe that's that's the challenge. But let me do it. Don't like make it feel like, oh, you're a woman comedian. It's like, yeah, turns out. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, all right before we go to him I, only because my brain is frying and I want you to answer this and I hope you can I believe he's passed away there was an African not an African there was a Native American comedian Bill Bruce Murray Bruce Murray thank Bruce you Bruce Murray thank you very much yep I, in my brain I worked Bruce Murray I worked a lot with Bruce yep Bruce was headlining Bruce should not have been headlining no no <laughs> I, and I shouldn't have been featuring neither of us were in the right position mm-hmm. but they were shitty one-nighters and we I worked a lot with yes, Bruce Murray. Yes, Bruce Murray. Bless his heart. He was a sweetheart. He was a nice man, right? There's a lot of nice people. Just should not have been Probably in not business. headlining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, all right. Elliot Hopper, we say hello to you. The interrupter. Hello. Who are behind Video Village. Uh, only because of time, friend. Oh. Give me your answer. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I feel like I just kicked a puppy. <laughs> you yeah. sound sad. No, because there's a bunch. There's a bunch of little things. Yeah, we'll talk about it Monday. No, because it won't matter. Because it only oh, would make it sense to. Go ahead. What's happening? I don't know. I, I, there's there's what there's one thing I do want to say, which is we talked early on about uh, never not funny in old age homes. Yes. And I don't know if you're aware of this, if you experienced this, but when my dad was in a facility, mm-hmm. uh, I bought him a radio that, um, first of all, would be limited to just certain stations. And then also you could put like a USB stick in it okay, and it would just play what was on the USB stick. So we could have a never not funny radio if you want to send that to old age homes. And then we can. That's that's what I want to make sure I said today. OK, yeah. <laughs> you, you literally slammed the brakes on and mm-hmm. made the car uh, skid backwards to go the right direction. Mm-hmm. We all know what I meant, right? Mm-hmm. I said all the yeah, time. yeah, a J turn. Did we understand? Any, there was like, I, I went to J turn school. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, What's a J turn? Is that like a U turn? It's, 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 and I think it's when you go, like when you slam your brakes on and it, right? And, yeah. And, and you flip and it, it fishtails. And then you go back the other direction. you go back the other way. Yeah. That's a J turn. Oh, that's, so that happens only in the movies. Correct. Yes. And again, I think that also stands for Jew. I could be wrong. <laughs> well, I did do one once, so. Oh, well, then it does. Yeah. There you go. In your case. All yeah. right. Give me your answers. Uh, I'm going to go with Alison Brie. Alison Brie. She's Allison the young Brie. lady from uh, Mad Men and Community and yep. Glow. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's married, I understand, to that gentleman, one of the Franco brothers, Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Oh, I didn't know that. Gorgeous couple that is. Yeah. I just found that out like a week ago. I didn't know that. You know, I interviewed Dave Franco once and he could not have been a nicer man. Hmm. Very much enjoyed him. That's good. He seemed very grateful for any sort of success he had. Uh, And and he knew at the moment anyway, he was riding on his brother's coattails and then he had to prove himself. uh, But he was a a, a delightful young man. I wish him and his beautiful bride all the luck in the world. (laughs) That's very, very generous. Sounds like I'm making all that shit up. Like he's a dick. It's not. He He was very pleasant. All right, Matt, what's your guess? I'm going to go with, uh, well, our friend Rich Summer calls her Annie. I'm going to say Anne Hathaway. Well, she calls herself Annie, I believe. I know, but we made fun of him <laughs> as if he was on the inside by yeah. knowing that that's... Well, he said it in a way that wants us to put a foot in his face. Uh, Annie Hathaway, who, again, uh, unfairly maligned. She's very, I think she's great. Very talented actress yep. who made one shitty joke at an award show and everybody turned Well, she shouldn't... Have, I mean, she she and her and Dave Franco's brother, James, should not have been hosting the Oscars, maybe. Right. Oh, uh, I'm thinking when she won the award. Remember, she won oh, the yeah. award and she quoted a line from 30 Rock right. and it just laid yeah, flat yeah. and then yeah. she went... Thing, you know, it, trying to be cute. Thank you for that, Tina. Yeah. And then that made it worse. Right. So then we all decided to hate her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoy her. I, enjoy I think her she's work. terrific. Yeah. I think I she's like terrific. What? I like her. Okay. <laughs> what is your guess, uh, Liz? So you have a chance to leave here with ten dollars. I know, and I'm stuck between two. There's a lot. I know. I want, it's either old school, like. Well, we we should give you because like guests walk in, you don't know Garen at all. Garen's a big horror fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's for, forty-two years old, mm-hmm. gay, yeah, but he's eighty-three. <laughs> he's not all right. Young. Then I'm going to go with um, the A that you can't escape, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, right. oh, that's a good one. She is very omnipresent. I was going to go with Adrian Barbeau. Oh, okay, yeah, that is. But I didn't. She was in the fog. Here's the thing. And Maude. And Maud, right on. I, I'm going to spoil it. It's not Adrian Barbeau. Because if I would have thought of that, it would have 100% yeah. been. <laughs> oh, Barbeau, amazing. It did not come to my mind. I'm very torn because nobody took any of mine. There's and a lot. There's too many. Yeah. Here's the one I'm not using. I'm not using Ann B. Davis. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not using her. That's a good call. I'm going to go with Angela Lansbury. My, oh, my, good. My COVID nice. sweetheart. Good nice guess. Oh, I love it. I'm going to go with Angela Lansbury. And then uh, so let's find out what the fans had to say, Elliot. You don't win money, don't get fame. 
This is a parody. <laughs> oh my God! You're not above this. Don't don't give a face. I thought like parodies were this. funny. How dare you? <laughs> a, fan, a fan sent this in, you asshole. <laughs> if I created this, I would accept that joke. But a fan did this. Well, that's really nice. And we are great. Free labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get enjoyment out of supporting the program, yeah. and they get to say <laughs> they get the song. The thrill of hearing okay, your work. Okay, you know, I think we, I think we all love hearing it'll help your career and not paying you. I think we all. I think we all. The exposure we all, would be great. Exposure would be great. We all love that. I don't think we ever told this guy that lie. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> not true yeah. in this case. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no benefit other than hearing your own work. Uh, go. All right, 10. Angel, Angelina Jolie, excuse me. Angelina Jolie. Sure. Now she's got that violet blood around her neck, doesn't she? Yeah. Did she still? <laughs> no, I don't think Is that still? still? Oh, wow, that was a nice she's little trip down 1999 <laughs> lane. To, what, if, what if she still did have it? What was it? Was it Billy Bob Thornton's yes. blood? Yeah. Yeah. She probably still has it, but just not around Somewhere, her neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, oh, she's mm-hmm. uh, nominated for an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Yes, The aforementioned Aubrey Plaza. Not nominated. Oh, she's nominated for an Emmy, though, right? Is she not yeah, for uh, White Lotus. Or mm-hmm. a SAG Award. Mm-hmm. Or something. Mm-hmm. She was good on SNL. I enjoyed her on there. Yeah, she was. She was great. Nice job. Uh, you don't interview her once. She was very, very Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just put your resume on the wall and we can look at it. Just, you know, just let you know it's not just people you know that I've interviewed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell, who I would love to interview. Boy, I had a crush on her when she mm. was in uh, mm-hmm. that St. Louis fire. Good Lord. I was yeah. Emilio Estevez pining for the older woman who he couldn't get. Yeah. And I really couldn't because I was watching it on a big screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were... But I was, uh, oh, my God. Go ahead. Great hair. Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. Anna Kendrick. That's good. She's in that movie with George Clooney. Uh-huh. And others. <laughs> and other movies. Just, oh, what? Yeah, she's done some other things. Nah. That can't be true. You don't want to look it up later, but I, I don't think you're right, but okay, I'll look it okay. up. Okay. Look up Pitch Perfect. Yeah. She in that? Oh. She's in all of them. Does that Cups thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. That ruined every grade school talent show for five years. <laughs> <laughs> but her version's good. I know, but I had to watch uh, Mabel do it for three years in a row at Oliver's school. Did she get better over the years? Mabel did a nice job. Yeah. Okay, good. And by the way, that is not her name. I uh, changed her name. Really? There her. isn't an 11-year-old named Mabel out there? It's not far off from it. <laughs> Actually, in Hipsterville, you might yeah, Mabel's find a, a Mabel. Mabel would be uh, sure. very common. I think some, some, some guest of the show has named their child Mabel. I, I think, think so. Seems and by the way, I might if I have a girl. If I ever. You're working on that? Knock somebody up again. <laughs> it's not happening. Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Oh, no, that's that a good one. It was on my list. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No. Another, a different Annette was. Oh, okay. Fudicello? No. O'Toole. Follow oh. up. Who's Annette O'Toole? <laughs> Don't know. She's on my list. Yeah, Annette she... O'Toole. She's an actress, right? I'm not Is she nuts. the one married to Michael McKean? Michael McKean? The, the, Who's married to Michael McKean? Lenny and Squiggy Michael McKean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's married to Michael McKean? Who's Annette O'Toole? She Is was she in Peter O'Toole's daughter? Too. Who? She was in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Is she anybody going to be looking up who's married to Michael McKeon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's I'm it. not. Virgin River. The woman on Virgin River is married to Michael McKeon. Okay. And her name is? It is Annette O'Toole. What? Bam. Oh, I don't. Is that, I have no. Can I have a sucker now? Coming over. Okay. Good catch. Jesus Christ, good catch. I'm good at things. Can we agree it's freezing in here? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine, but I'm permitted. It's too hot, and now it's too cold. Yeah, This is awful. I mean, my computer is very happy, but this is too cold. Yeah, but okay. But if host isn't happy. All right, so where are we going? Okay, what's next? Who's next? I don't know. We're still listening to what the fans are guessing. Yeah, yeah. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury is number four. That was mine. Uh huh. Friend of the show. 
Andrea Savage. Andrea Savage. Three. Oh, interesting. Sure. It's her birthday, isn't it? Happy birthday yeah. to Andrea Savage. My, my, my other pick hasn't been said yet. Well, let's find out. I don't know if it's... Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Annie Hathaway. Oh, there we go. And number one from the fans yes. by Jeff, Amy Adams. Oh, double A. So Alice and Janney was my other. That's a good one. Oh yeah, that is a good one. She's on that mom. Uh huh. So before we find out Garen's thing, were any of the Golden Girls in A? Uh -uh. I was wondering that too, as he was saying. No, but Adrian Barbeau was on Maud. There we go. So it kind of ties in with the B. Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. B. Arthur's Mm -hmm. last name begins with the letter A. That's true. So that's interesting. And I, Liz, (laughs) you idiot, (laughs) (laughs) you old bag. You know, Arthur. Oh, oh Grace, you know. Well, oh, oh, I get it, Jim. Oh, you're real good. You're quick. <laughs> so quick. And, Joy. And then I, I I wanted to make Ann Warren work, but it's Leslie Ann Warren. So oh, yeah, you couldn't do that because yeah. that uh, mm-hmm. saw her, what, at a bookstore? Where did you see Leslie Ann Warren? I've seen her Ralph's. at Ralph's and I saw her at the store. At That's the bookstore. right. I complimented her when she was at the bookstore. Also, you know, Amber Heard would have been. Oh, that's oh a very good timely, too. Yeah. In the news in mm-hmm. the last year. People yeah. don't like her. Uh, no, but they exactly. love that Johnny Depp. He's the hero in that <laughs> he's, story. He's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whole story did nothing messier. No, they're, I mean, they're both a disaster, but he's not the hero. No. No. There is no. Uh, there is no. There's no hero. But if there was, it would not be him. <laughs> as, a, as a man with magician facial hair, I got to say, he doesn't present well in that in that court. No, he does not. But no. you know what? A great guitarist. <laughs> a great guitarist. Um, uh, by the way, this is horrible. I was looking forward to seeing Jeff Beck. Uh, and and I, was, oh. I was contemplating not seeing Jeff Beck because Johnny Depp shows up from time to time. So I was like, I don't want to do that. And luckily now, Jeff Beck has passed away. I don't have to make this decision. Oh, no. Luckily. I'm very lucky. I feel like maybe luckily is not where you want to go with that. Or maybe. He did me the favor of not having to make that decision. Mm Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he, they buried him in his in his leather vest, mm-hmm. and he's ready to go. Great guitarist. Jeff Beck. Beck. Great guitarist. Mm-hmm. Beck Bogart Apathy. Great album. Wow. Tell what, me it's not. What was that Jeff, the Jeff Beck, um, Jan Hammer situation? I don't know. Yeah. Jeff Beck and Jeff Jan. Jeff Beck and Jan Hammer? They did a, a album Do you think of Neil Schoen and Jan no. Hammer? No. Jeff Beck and Jan Hammer. Please look it up. I can't. We're too busy looking up your other bullshit. Jeff no, because... Beck. Jeff with the Beck. John Hammer Group live. Okay. Live All I can do is issue a written apology to you when you send me your email address. <laughs> I can't believe... I want it public. Written? I don't want a written... I want a public... I'm not going to apo- apo- apologize. Are you canceling me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you canceling Jan Hammer? I feel like you're canceling Jan Hammer. Are I doing everybody a favor? <laughs> yes, I mean, technically. I mean... But, um, yeah. I'm not... We didn't even get a chance to talk about music because I fucking love talking about music. I feel like we How have to come back. How about the next time you come back? Can I come back? back? Mm-hmm. And just we'll talk all about like yep. all music. That's like funny. I love all the genres. Funk, punk rock. We don't, we don't, like, we don't I need love a preview it. of what you are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we understand what music is. And Although based on what you just said, I yeah, feel like your, your, your chances of Jimmy booking you again just went down. Yeah, <laughs> he was excited to talk about classic rock. and then, yeah, then you I can up. talk about classic rock. Yeah, but, like, you, but I like, like so... I'd like to talk about things I'd like to talk about. Okay. <laughs> traffic. Steve Winwood in traffic? Yes. I love traffic. Wanna hear my great joke? You ready for this? This is right out of the act. A Steve Winwood joke is gonna be happening right you're now. Ready, okay. jerk? You wanna hear this? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I feel like you've already heard eighty percent of it. As <laughs> long as you can follow it up with a Dave Mason joke. Here it then... comes. A little bit of, uh uh, boy, a, a tough time getting to the club. You know, you know what I hit the most about traffic? Steve Winwood. 
There it is. Ready? That's a good joke. Uh, Why did you say ready after it was over? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's one more line. Because you uh, saw your chance and you took it? I want to. No, I'm not hearing what you just said. <laughs> what was the next line? Something about it, uh, Winwood playing a woodwind. That was oh, the next. I don't remember so, the tag. So there was a. Yeah, there was. Well, you couldn't because of the. You didn't hear it over the all, laughter. All the laughter. Part of it. Sure. <laughs> you know how those clubs. 24 year olds. Who the I fuck got... is Steve Winwood? <laughs> I know. Make a reference we get. Oh, okay. Here's Tom Jones. <laughs> hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait. Are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You've said, look, I'm looking for yeah. metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, for. they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Uh, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as bikechain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you, are you at the... Wild animal vet? <laughs> yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is it, here's the important thing. Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, in their these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn It app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Uh, all right, Garen, give us your top five here. Uh, really quickly, I need to make a correction. Oh. Annette O'Toole is not in Nightmare on Elm Street, too. Thank it's you for that. Kim Myers, who look identical to each other. I should tell so. you that that is not the correction that anybody was looking at. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to get, because that's zero. my thing. Everyone's going to agree. I wanted to know if Annette O'Toole is related to Peter O'Toole. That is, I think that's a fair follow-up question. Let's find out. This should, stop. One, this should be one Once, sentence. One and done. I loved it the first time. I tolerated it the second time. Why does that go three? Because I picked the long one. Come on, dude. Short. That's the name of the game today. <laughs> See, and that would have been fun. Yes. She is not. Okay. She, she was it. Lana in Superman 3. Who I, was? Another tool. That's where I know okay. Superman 3. Yeah. Or Top. It. She was in It. Number four. Okay. Here's my five. You ready? Oh, I thought he started. Number five, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Double A. Number four, Allison Brie. Allison oh, Brie, you're wow. on the list, but out Crazy of the money. That, yeah, two for two in the room, though. Number no, nobody said Amy Adams. Oh, the, they're listed. The, the, the fans did. Sorry. Number three. Yeah. Ashley Judd. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was blackballed, right? Isn't she had she, a run, she, man. She's blackballed. I think she got uh, she Weinstein. She Weinstein. Yeah, really. Which is unfair because she's terrific. Yeah. She was. I mean, it's unfair to all those ladies. I'm, I'm yeah. not specifically saying her. Wait, when you say she Weinstein, what do you mean? She she was brave enough to come out against oh, Harvey okay. Weinstein, and then guess what? And then uh, any actor you don't know where again. they are more than likely came forward and said something. Yeah, it's gotcha. like, oh, I used to always love Parker Posey. What happened? Probably, Harvey you know, Weinstein. like when, when, oh, I did not know that about Parker. No, I don't know. You I'm just saying a... when they disappear right, off right. the face of the earth and they were having a nice career, like why? Yeah. Right. She was like the Liam Neeson of. The she was huge in the nineties. Yeah, nineties, yeah. like that, that same kind of. Yes, track. She had that. Run yeah, of, and of and movies. Catherine uh, Catherine Keener I, was in uh, there too. Right. You know, yes. it's that cool indie, like fun. Yeah. Yeah. That path that seems like if I was an actor, do you know like Catherine Keener? I don't, but I sure wish I did. I feel like she'd be my friend. I can't decide if I want to meet her or not. Really? Yeah. I feel like I do. Okay. I'll let you know. Keep me posted. <laughs> it's not like she's hunting me down. Hey, if she listened to this podcast, like, I want to meet you, Catherine Keener. I feel like we could be friends. I'll see, but then she just heard that I'm not sure. So <laughs> <laughs> just, just got very uncomfortable. Poor Cancel. Catherine. What, what if we look at her subscription base and she's been since day one? Do you oh think God. people call her Kathy? Kathy Keener? No. No. No, Catherine. And you don't go CK either. Or Kat. Okay, Kat. I think she's a Catherine. I think she insists on it. I could see her as a cat. You think so? I think she's Kat Keener. I think her friends call her Kat. Yeah. Hey, Kat. Yeah. No. I don't think she has friends. <laughs> That's my take on Catherine Keener. Well, we know that no one in this room is friends with her, so that the ergo, she does ergo. not have friends. Hey, five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance, Kat. Right? I'm 100%. Uh, go again. Number two. Number two. 
Anna Kendrick. Anna oh. Kendrick. Who had that? That was also on the list. It was on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, all right. So what do we have left? You have, I ha- I have Annie Hathaway. Annie Hathaway. I said, I said Angie Dickinson? No, I said Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, which I think are three viable answers. I think there. you have the best chance. I Wait a minute. I, my you... toes are falling off. <laughs> These are 100% viable answers. The number one yes. choice, my pick for this week is Angela Bassett. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> Damn you to hell, damn you to hell, damn you to hell, damn you to hell. Makes sense. She's she's on the 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 circuit right now with the awards. Well, she might. She yeah. She was number four on mine. My apologies. Number three, but number one in your heart. Dickinson, Lansbury, Bassett, B. Davis, O'Toole. Who is Annette O'Toole? How does she make my list? Just a name that sticks. Because you're a secret Virgin River fan. It's a show that all of the middle-aged ladies are watching oh, and drinking rosé. Where's it at? Where does it live? Um, it's on a streaming service. Okay. I never know which one. I see. It's very popular. I, very popular. I've never heard of it. Vir- Virgin River. There's so many shows that mm-hmm. there's just like whole universes of shows. that. four seasons. You definitely know who Nano Tool is. No, I don't. I guarantee you, you know. No, she could walk in right now and I would go, ma'am, you're lost. <laughs> that picture doesn't help at all for me. Um, She's on Smallville. Uh, no. How many episodes of Smallville have I watched? I, that's true. <laughs> what if you're a secret huge fan of Smallville? You know I'm not. You, and you think I would wait this long to tell you nerds about it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything in common with you three. <laughs> Six hours a week. That's all I have with you guys. Our guest was Liz Winston. And I'm going to say this. A joy. Yeah. And I'm going to say new new fan of the, a new friend of the show. I love it. If I, I love this show. It's so fun. We oh, thank you. Over the moon. No, it's so you know what I love? I love just like hanging out, being able to like anecdotally just go wherever shit goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like talking about things no one ever asks you about. What really? People, I you, asked you about know, the Daily Show. <laughs> yeah, fair. I asked you about the three fucking things you're known for. What do you mean? What? No, I, you I never, brought up Jeff Gerbino. You brought up Jeff Gerbino. Whoever brings that Minnesota comedy, though, nobody ever talks about. You know, just like shit. Like you know, I had to bring up abortion, but whatever. You didn't have to. I wore the shirt, <laughs> asshole. Oh, that's right. Fair. You triggered. I me. was going to bring it on. Did I know it was going to be a 45 minute wedged in agenda? No. Yes, you did. Yes, of course, of course you I did. did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah, but no, it was great. I loved it. We but we haven't it. talked about we didn't talk about food or music so I want to come back and talk no, about those two things no we shut up about the Golden Corral either. <laughs> oh right I did talk about the Golden Corral she doesn't consider that food <laughs> yes. it's not food that is like and, that is and your bur- three crunchy tacos and Burger King next to McDonald's yes. oh wait we talked a lot about food we did yes yeah. we did kind of talk about and for some and, yeah, and Jan Hammer had to get involved you talked about everything you wanted to you ticked all your boxes <laughs> you can leave here with no regrets I can't believe there's an 80s project I assume it was 80s I am going to tell you why and my cousin Dan listens to the show you know that and he Jeff Beck is his favorite guitarist and he yelled at me for years that I have to listen to Jeff Beck I was allergic to Jeff Beck for years because he wore a vest a leather vest on stage and it made me dislike him <laughs> and perfectly valid reason not like a musician and so therefore I did not uh, uh, journey into the Jeff Beck world okay. as much as I should have gotcha. and I am doing it now but what do you what about your Jan Hammer journey how's that going <laughs> uh, well he, he did an album with Neil Schoen who of course started the band journey right. so that was fun with words that was fun um, all right, Liz, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, the website to go to, if you want people to go to anywhere, abortionaccessfund.com. It's A-A-Front. A-Front. I, A-A-Front. I keep saying fun. Front. Dot org. And listen to our podcast, Feminist Buzzkills. It's fun. Who's us? So my co-hosts are Moji Alawodeel, who's an incredible 
um, hilarious woman who's our marketing person, and then another woman named Marie Khan who does a bunch of abortion funding. But we're all like crazy vagabonds who know a shit ton about it, but also laugh. We have comics on. You'll come on. You want to come on? No, not with the, if that's the topic. No. <laughs> no, you can talk about whatever you want. No, we just have. What can I wedge in onto your show for forty five minutes? Uh, Neil Schoen. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> they did a show in Austin last night, and it was uh, Greg Raleigh came on stage, and yeah. the place went bananas. Oh my god, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you treat your guests? I mean, Is that how you do it over there if on the bus? You're gonna take kill? me on a journey like that. Is that your okay? Mm. No, not accepted. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's called uh, Feminist Buzzkill. Feminist Buzzkills, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts, uh, aafront.org, follow us on social at Abortion Front, and I'm just Liz Winstead everywhere you look. Okay, and and uh, we've 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 done the PSAs for uh, this uh, organization uh, in the past, and we've, uh, we yeah. recommend going and get the t-shirts, support these people. You know our views on all this, so uh, uh, do the right thing, and uh, uh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> 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 on behalf of the pop culture he's looking over there there's Garen Cocker we had a video village the interrupter Elliot Hope really, the Honcho Matt Belknap our new friend Liz Winstead I am Jimmy Pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast AK47 gone not forgotten love never not funny for a second episode every week and video of every episode plus bonus perks sign up for a platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com never not funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.